Hi listeners, welcome back to Go on, go In the second part of this evening's podcast, we're going to be talking about fighting games. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. One v one fighting games, to be specific. Yes, the minutia. Ross, do a fight. <clears throat> I'm getting beaten up. There. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I don't know how to like. Really good that first one though. Did you? Like, I, like, <laughs> I used to do sound effects for Bruce Lee movies. Did you? No. It's racist. That's not racist. <laughs> I don't know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, one v one fighting games. <clears throat> well, what's your sound effect of a fight? <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awful that wasn't it every single bit of that was bad bits of it were interesting mm. I don't know I didn't have time to prepare well like what you, you did on us. Yeah, like we'll call you, you. Yeah. we'll call you I could do it a different way no it, it's fine we've got all that we needed we've got a bit of a backlog <laughs> uh, just shuffle me papers yeah if you could just go out the way you came yeah. send in the next one yeah he, he isn't getting I don't know why anyone recommended him. He was wrong for the part right from the start. His face, I didn't like. His face. Yeah. And his attitude, his personality, mm-hmm. his heritage. Oh, I didn't like the way he didn't have any pants on. Yeah, I like that. You <laughs> had the job. Well, I like the way. <laughs> Up until a little bit, you were the actual one that wasn't getting the job. But now you're part of the person who was kicking out that person who wasn't. Get, it's all confusing. I know. I thought, hang on, who? Which one was that? I was the. I was the auditionee. Yeah, you were. One the, of these, yeah. I um, I bought some weird things at Aldi called mini butter mix. Bun bunter. Oh, is it bunter? Mini, mini bun- bunter mix. Yeah, I don't even know what they are. Biscuits or something. Would you like to pick one? Pick it one. Which one I want? Well, one. Marzipan. Yeah, I hate marzipan. Sorry, listeners, who hate sounds like this on the... And also people eating. I mean, he's eating right now. I said you could only have one, so I'm eating the whole lot. <laughs> and I'm not saying the old <laughs> Ross would have said something shit. You've um, also got a big bottle of chocolate. Yeah, it's actually not big, it's... it's Little ones and so. Ah, is it broken into smaller bits of chocolate? Mm-hmm. Okay. All from Aldi's finest. Oh, this this is made by Ritter Sport. What a lovely name for a biscuit manufacturer. Makes the mouth water that, doesn't it? Do they only them Ritter Sport biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I just want a few fucking Ritter Sports biscuits, <laughs> like. Oh, goodness. I'm going to have a hazelnut. There's only one hazelnut one. Is there? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just in case there's any people with... Hazelnut allergies. It's got hazelnuts with chopped hazelnuts. Mm. Thanks for that. May contain traces of chopped hazelnuts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
So we want to talk about 1v1 fighting games and mm. Street Fighter 2. Yeah, if you want to listen to any in-depth conversation about the Street Fighter, um, well, Street Fighter 2 mainly, but we did touch upon some of its later editions. Yeah. Go back to episode Tom. Wow, you knew that just like that, did yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's a free part and Terry's on it, so. Hi, Terry. Hiya. We're not going to talk about beat em ups. I think that'll come later. No school and beat em ups. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to like that uh, genre of games until I got sick as fuck of playing <laughs> We have played dozens of games Yeah. in the lead up to this podcast. Yeah. Dozens of games. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of feedback from friends, listeners fans a lot of feedback we yeah. go through and a lot of the games that I personally have played and I've written notes about that I want to talk about mm-hmm. I haven't gone into too much depth just yeah. an overview Good. and some of them may revisit at a later date because I liked liked them okay. you know, maybe we can talk about them again in the future I'll we'll so put that in the maybe pile bear that in mind guys just as a little caveat if there's any that we do mention that you want us to talk more about, then do let me know. We'll, we'll certainly do that. We'll make sure we do. You know how to get in touch, guys. Mm-hmm. At GonarchSlayer, G-O-N-E-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R. GonarchSlayer at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can get one on the Facebook page. I know this of these games, it seems to be a heavy mix of Street Fighter 2, Stroke Tekken clones, boxing games, wrestling games, and novelty fighters. Would you agree? I agree entirely. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So, without further ado, let the good times roll. Maybe we've had a communication. Okay. We've had a communication from uh, the resident of Zen. Really? Mm. That distant planet. It starts incoming communication from Zen mainframe. Uh huh. Local time, 45th of Globule, 3,076 <laughs> at 16... Sorry, 1845. Oh, it's just half past four to... Four to seven. <laughs> oh, quarter Hi, guys. Blast Pit here. <gasps> it's the pit. It's the pit. The pit master general. He goes on to say, I hope you managed to receive this communication, as it's taken me months to convince the Zen masters to let me contact home. I had to sacrifice one or two headcrabs in the process. I have to be careful what I write. Is a Nihilanth is watching over my shoulder, violently wanking the oh, Nihilanth, not me. Dear. He has promised a mouthful of alien semen if I wear anything remotely slanderous. As you can guess, Lair Dwellers, I am still stuck out here in Zen with no immediate means of escape and the increasing risk of becoming alien food. Your excellent podcast pipes through over the various speaker systems that adorn this foul and vile excuse for our planet. Oh, what a lovely constructed... Uh... Yeah. I'm, I'm there. I'm painted. Yeah. And as a result, I've decided to get in touch with my 1v1 fighting game thoughts. This genre of game is not really my most favourite, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do think Street Fighter 2 and beyond is one of the best games in the world ever. I did play some other 1v1 fighting games in my time. Ye are Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. This game was out on the arcades, but also came out on the 8-bits. Mm-hmm. It was on the Spectrum that I played this. From what I remember, you played one character who had to fight through lots of other characters to become a Grandmaster. There was a sequel as well, I think, but I never played this. It was a very popular game, and I remember it had plenty of moves by doing Street Fighter-like motions on the joystick with the one fire button. 
I did play a guitar come through. Me too. Um, yeah. I, I, I liked it back in the day, but I've not revisited it for this podcast. How did, did it did stack it up? Although it was very, very primitive fighter. Yes. It was kind of like Alex Kidd. If Alex Kidd was a fighter, the, the way it looked. Mm-hmm. Alex Kidd in Miracle World, for example. Alex, uh, Alex Kidd in Ass Kicking World. No. Alex Kidd in Fighty Fights. Alice Kidd punching <laughs> in the balls m- world. <laughs> there was one sound effect for every move. Was it? No, there was just one sound effect every time he did any sort of kick punch. <clears throat> it wasn't very fun. We only had one stage to fight in. Aye. It was that waterfall in the background from what I remember, isn't it? Uh, a fountain, maybe? Oh, it was a fountain, maybe, yeah. And there was a guy spinning a chain at one point. Well, but you... Like Terry Sorry, said, you, you fight... Um, different characters and the first one's this fat guy who looks I'm sure he does like a torpedo like uh-huh. hond out of um, Street Fighter 2 and then later on you fight ones that are called like Star because they've got like the ninja stars and a nun sugar and stuff like that there was a guy throwing fireballs as well was it? Uh, I can't remember that though. as always <laughs> um, Blast Pit then goes on to see IK Plus yes which is International Karate Plus isn't it? Yeah, but technically, don't you fight against two combatants uh-huh. in that? Which well, is. In... I don't know whether you will allow this game, as it isn't uh-huh. technically 1v1. Sometimes there could be up to three people fighting, if I remember rightly. This was a sequel to International Karate, but that's about all I can remember about it. Apart from the bonus game, where you had to battle with bombs and balls, etc., which was rather strange. Yeah, where you shield. Alright. Uh, you got to me fast. I did have a go at this, because I didn't, uh, we mentioned International Karate plus a, a couple of times. Wow, Christian, I think, liked the music, didn't you? Uh, it's the first time I've played it, but I can see why it was why it is revered. I think the animations were excellent. It was on Amiga. I played it. Yeah, were really really good. Um, the collision physics sort of thing was a bit annoying, like the actual hitboxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I did like the bonus round as well. Um, I think in general the graphics were great. I remember they made a big deal about it because it's it's quite like an old fashioned fighter uh-huh. in that sense where it's it's not energy but it's hits that yeah. you get. Yeah, points. And there's a there's a move in that game that I remember getting quite a lot of um, kudos for having in, and it's it's kind of like when you jump up with your legs apart. All oh, right, like a splits. So you can because it's against two you of them. Like, two of them. Yes. Yeah, and it's one of the so satisfying. The computers did that on me at one point, and the other computer I never did it myself. So I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but um, yes, I did. I did have that forced upon us well this is something because I'm going to work through my notes as we're talking but uh, that's something I'd like to say right off the bat the early ones on the uh, on the computers like Terry said one button just one button yes it, it doesn't work and because of that you've got to like put the the joy pad uh, the joystick into strange like areas yeah. to pull off different moves and I know Street Fighter kind of does that even though it's got six buttons for different moves you can kind of pull off different moves depending on where you are and height and stuff but it's just not it doesn't feel right and there's a one we'll be talking about later on that falls foul for that and that's Barbarian has a similar sort of problem there's a lot of games where you have to press the fire button and then move the joystick and I hate it it's not counterintuitive is it it's like mostly on the Amiga but we'll talk about that well I think what I I think the arcades or consoles are the the best platform for them um, this genre of games I agree so Blast Pick was on to see they were the only two games of that ilk that I think I played on the 8-bits. Then of course there were all of the Street Fighter 2 rip-off coin-ops that yeah. we had. 
I can't remember the names of most of them, but I think there was King of Fighters and Art of Fighting plus lots more. It was such a rip-off of Street Fighter 2 that one even had a character called Ryo. Now that's true, it was, let's see, Art of Fighting. I did play that one, I had a go with that. I felt like exactly the same, it was just an unbelievable rip-off, or a clone anyway of Street Fighter 2. It did have great menu music though. Aye. It was a bit like Death Metal Blues Brothers. You would have played that, I bet you on the snares. Yeah. Because that's what I showed you on. I think, uh, it, I think it is, yeah. it, it's a, a Neo Geo game, right? Yeah. And it's by SNK. SNK make, they made the Neo Geo, yeah. right? So at the start, if you notice, because I also showed you that I played Fatal Fury. Yeah. So Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, Art of Fighting, right? They're franchises that are on the Neo Geo and the Bias and K. And King of Fighters is the worst culprit of this. There's about, there must be about 40 of them. Yeah. There's so many. Anyway, the Neo Geo was a powerful machine back in the day. I told you that the carts were like 120 quid yeah. in the 90s. So you played it on the snares and I played it on both because I've got Neo Geo um, emulator on, and the SNES version, it just doesn't hold a patch to the to the Neo Geo. So it's a shame that you played it on that uh, version, because I think you might have got a better, you might have seen it in a better light if you played it on either the arcade, which I know you're having trouble running main on the, on the um, Mac, or the Neo Geo. The main character was called Ryo, which is fucking disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I found it incredibly hard. It looked like they even ripped off the Street Fighter logo. Like the logo looked the same as the, the Street Fighter 2 logo. Apparently, the story I think was the main character was trying to find his lost sister in Southtown. And Southtown's really dangerous, apparently. There's so many of those games, that's like a total a trope that you would find in those beat em up scrolling beat em ups where one of the, the sister or the girlfriend's been kidnapped and you've got to get them back. Why can't it just be a fight? Like, why can't it be just a tournament? Because yeah. that, that I hate, like. The Mortal Kombat games are probably the most guilty for this, where the storyline is so fucking, like, why is it all this bullshit about interdimensional battles and yeah. fucking this character likes that, you know, it's cack. They had this spirit, like a spirit meter, that you used to do your special moves, so it was like an energy bar sort of thing, Aye. and you could actually lower that by doing taunts, yep. like the opposition, which was a pretty cool feature. Uh, I found that you could just do this jump off the back of the screen. You could jump backwards and jump mm-hmm. forwards, and they couldn't block it every time. That's how I won most of my fights. And it was like their version of the you know the sweep kick oh. kind of thing. Um, there was a bonus area and like bonus modes. I see where that. Yeah. They gained spirit, strength. Um, you could use the they called it the how can five times, which is just the Hadouken. Mm-hmm. I'll get this disclaimer. I should have got this out straight away. The problem with one-on-one fighting games is like the really hardcore ones. I'm just I'm not good enough, and I don't play enough of them to to know like chronologically which one introduced this thing first and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, as a podcast, we're not really like that anyway. Mm-hmm. So as a disclaimer, I do agree with what Blast Pit is saying. I I like Street Fighter Two, and I don't really like many other one-on-one fighting games. Mm-hmm. They're interesting to look at in a group for this episode, but you know they're not a genre I go back to a lot no. because of like the fact that I think the most fun playing a, a, a fighting game is 
sitting down and learning the moves. Mm. Like if it's a really um, advanced game, like Tekken or, or like King of Fighters are meant to be later on, they are meant to be like really, you know, you've got to put a lot of effort in. I think you've got to learn the moves and you've got to play against other people. Yeah. That's where that's where these games come alive. The computers are just that offer no like challenge, and it's always just like, oh, I can get away with doing this move against the computer, and then after a while, the computer doesn't allow you to get away with doing that move. Yeah, this one, the depth on this one, out of fighting, you could learn special moves and improve your abilities as you go through the game, which I thought was an interesting idea. Yeah, a bit of an RPG type. Yeah, uh, yeah I didn't know it done that because I I played a bit of it and I was like. Uh, I was intrigued to see how the Neo Geo version stacked up against the SNES one. Mm. Art of Fighting is a prequel to Fatal Fury, apparently. We'll come on to Fatal Fury in a little bit. One more thing about Art of Fighting, there was a character called John who was basically just Guile. I see him, yeah. It was shocking how much he ripped him off. And one of the bosses was called Mr. Pig. I thought it was great for well, A lot of time and effort went into that. <laughs> so what we're going to call the last boss? Call him Mr. Oh, Big or something. Quite a big bloke. Um, uh, last bit goes on to say, I flirted with the Mortal Kombat series of games, but the only one I played with any kind of enthusiasm, enthusiasm mm-hmm. was the first one, and that's just because they got rid of the Street Fighter 2 machine and replaced it with Mortal Kombat 1 in North Tyneside College's common room. Mm-hmm. I did like Mortal Kombat X, I think it was called, on the consoles. I love the way that you saw the crushing moves and the effect they had inside the body. I think they were called the X-ray moves, and each character had a different one. You had the, that. Yeah, yeah, it was in the 360 where they first introduced those X-ray moves. Brutal as fuck. I feel betrayed by this podcast, uh, by this letter. <laughs> Only joking. Right. I remember when I was younger, I, I um, I was in the territorials, and when I came b- back from camp, I, I treated myself because I had a, an absolutely shit time there. I trapped myself to uh, Mortal Kombat 2 on the uh-huh. SNES. And I'm sure me and Terry played it quite... Uh, sorry, Blast. <laughs> I'm sure me and Blast played it quite a lot back in the day because I think Terry always likes to learn the moves. I keep calling him Terry and then Blast. Yeah, it's, ter- Blast it's Terry. Terry. It is Terry. He likes to learn the moves and he likes to invest the time. I don't. I just like to try and do the same move over and over again. As you saw in my when I bested you, Tom. He's eating the chocolate. Was it nice? Oh my god. Was there only one? Dark chocolate but with marzipan. Fucking what? Wow. With one hundred percent finest marzipan. Fucking what? Ritter sport, get in me. (laughs) (laughs) Be with you in a minute. He's reliving that scene from when Henry Marcelli. It's such a Henry. Henry? Henry the portrait of a zero girl. I'm going to get uh, such a buzz off that in a minute, mate. Oh, I also remember an arcade game where you punched a punch bag thing and you did damage to the other fighter. I think it was called Punch Out or Super Punch Out, but I can't remember much about it. Now, Punch Out was Mike Tyson's Punch Out, which we'll talk about later. No, on the arcades and stuff, it was Punch Out, ah, was it but really? I don't think that's the one Terry's talking about. All right. Because when they put on the, the NES, they changed, they got the Mike Tyson license yeah interesting enough there's a there's a we'll come there's a Commodore 64 and oh, stuff sorry. on I'll no interesting enough there's a um there's like an english version called frank bruno's oh is it really uh, but Classic. and it's the same sort of vibe <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry. that was my frank bruno impression what do you think ah. Ah, 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 ah. Harry. um is he still with frank bruno yeah i think so he had uh, he was battling depression or something. Oh, bless him. I read on his Wikipedia page. 
which must be true. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have all of the various WWF stroke WWE fighting games too, but I never really played any of those apart from one on the SNES, which used digitized sprites and motion capture. If I remember correctly, it mm. wasn't that bad. No. That's honestly all I can really think of. As I say, it wasn't a favourite genre of mine, but I just have loads of fun playing the ones I did play. Keep up the good work on the podcast. It's keeping the aliens from eating me. Oh. Now that I've managed to log into the Zen mainframe, I think a return to Earth could be imminent. Even though at the start of this message I said there was no immediate means of escape. <laughs> but that's what this planet does to you. All the best in the lair. Blast pit. There you go. Lovely. Well, nice to hear from him. A blast pit from the past. Pit. From the relative safety of... Now, bear in mind, I did say in all of these requests for feedback, I said, we're not talking about Street Fighter 2. Aye. So Simon said, you know Simon? Mm-hmm. He said, the electric cuddle by Blanca was literally the only move he could do. Electric cuddle. Which was just hammering. Oh, one of the buttons. that made it sound nice. Yeah. Nice and warm. Uh, he said, Clay Fighter was good. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Hit the first two bubble. <laughs> I, I rendered that back in the day, and even back in the day, I remember... Do you remember um, Donkey Kong... What was it called? Is it Donkey Kong World on the SNES? How it's got like... Um, 3D aspect, 2.5 sort of... Yeah, and it, yeah, Donkey Kong Country. And it also uses kind of like models of characters that they've used. Yeah. And I remember getting clear fighters out of the uh, video shop. Yeah, it was that long ago. And it blockbuster? It was... Yeah, it was, I... And it was fucking terrible. And I went back and played it. And guess what? It still is. It's yeah. probably worse than I remember. I which put is... myself through three different versions of Clay Fighter. So Did you? Clay Fighter 1. I said it was an interesting concept of using molden clay and animation for the characters. Mm-hmm. It was like Mortal Kombat and live action from the first part when we played Primal Rage. Yeah, yeah. It was a similar sort of thing. Well, that's what I was growing up in it saying before, yeah. Is that sort of... Which is an interesting idea, like... It is an interesting idea using that sort of stop go animation. It is. I found the menu music to be incredibly irritating. The humour was irritating. It just didn't. It was just of a time, wasn't it? And even then, it probably wasn't funny. Like, one of them's Elvis. Right, well, he's not. He, he, they've subtled and changed him probably just enough so that they don't get sued. Uh-huh. And like that fat opera singer who's called Helga. Oh, it's just. It's just boobies. <laughs> Excuse me. I actually said, well, I mean, what's this? Helga has huge boobs. <laughs> all right, these are like highbrow notes and on. <laughs> well, some of them, this is all of them had like likes and hates, as it seems to be the order of the day with some of these fucking games. <laughs> Iggy Bod Clay, which I believe was the one with the pumpkin head, I think. He said, likes night, hates day, <laughs> wants night, job, fright. So they have likes, hates, wants, and jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Bad Mr. Frosty. Yeah. Likes snow, hates fire, wants winter, job, snowplow. Tiny, which I believe might have been the big bodybuilding guy. Uh, uh, he likes colour, hates wimps, wants fights, uh, and his job is flexing. 
<laughs> Lady's got the same job as I've got. <laughs> the blob. Aye. Which was probably my favourite character because he was just a green blob. And I reckon he was the first one that they made. It was just a lump of molten clay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else out of it, they just went, there you go. Let's, see, let's just use this as a prototype. I guess what was fun about him, I remember, was when he hits, like, he changes into hammers exactly. or bu- the buzz so move. Now, was it you or was it somewhere else that I read? I think it was on some forum that the buzz saw move that he does is the cheapest move in the entire game. Right. Now I read this, so I don't know. I haven't checked, right? No. But apparently, it takes off more energy if you got if you guard it. So essentially, right, okay. it, it's because it hits loads of times when you guard right. it. So you're fucked either way. Basically, the only way to avoid it is by jumping over it. Well, I, I did like that about him. Though he changed it to a boot when he was kicking. Yeah. Uh, he changed it to a brick wall when he was defending as well. It was a really cool idea. He turns into a trophy when he wins as well. Yeah. It's a celebration. You know what? When I think of it, he's not as lame as the fucking Elvis one. The yeah. Elvis one, for me, piss, it pisses us off. <laughs> His likes, dislikes. He likes clay, hates hair, oh, wants clay, and his job, <laughs> job clay maker. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, but yeah, my final note on Clay Fighter 1 was... Horrible to look at and worse to play. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah. Clay Fighter 2. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? Is it called? It's it's a play on Judgment Day, isn't it's it? It's Judgment Day, Clay Fighter 2. Oh, is it right? What's oh, the no, no, sorry. Clay Fighter 2, Judgment Clay. Oh, <laughs> and the start off rip, rips off Street Fighter, doesn't um, Tim now, doesn't it? With the things closing. Yes, it does with a... Uh, yeah. Why? Why? Well, like, I said somehow it looks worse than the first one. Ah, yeah, I thought that. And the backgrounds are just awful. Do you think the sprites are bigger though? I thought it was faster. I remember it uh, being was it like bigger, like the graphics, but I I haven't replayed that. I played replayed the first one again. I was like, no. There's a character called Nana. Oh, oh I have N- played it again. It's called NANA, so I said Nana, obviously. You know, Nana? Yeah. Like, Nana looks like a doodle, like, by, like, someone who's, like, just bored in school. Yeah. And they made a fucking character around him. Are you listening? Are you listening? We're doing, math. We're doing a math class. Wow, so I'm just creating a shit character. Probably in a game and I'll make it something. Or oh, do you think, though, that bereft that the makers of the game? Just, well, that's stuck. Just went to schools yeah. and just looked at desks. Just say you find like the worst fucking doodles to use. Just fucking lifted up links on both I want um, anything right now for some no ideas at all, guys. Fuck Ask your sons and daughters if they can fucking write. Just draw anything. But he was basically like just fucking supposed to be a banana or something. It was weird looking. It was like really thin. It was like really straight. It's so shit. It's like probably the, 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 the comment I made. Like, Nana is possibly the worst character. <laughs> the worst character in anything I've ever seen. <laughs> it is. And then, and then there was one called Gugu, who was a big, a big baby. You know, like those fetish blokes who dress up as babies. And I said, actually, he's worse than Nana. Loss <laughs> 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 oh, is gone. Oh, fucking oh, So it is not bad after all this. It can tickle you. Sorry, Simon. Simon, Simon oh, no, said, he said, uh, I said, he said something that um, he didn't like something that I liked. And then I, he said, it's clear fight that. And I said, oh, I played it and I thought it was terrible. And he said, are you only saying that because I just said that I didn't like that? And I went, no, no, honestly. And honestly, 
I'm not just leaning into it because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. No. Just fucking no. Put a picture of him on Twitter. <laughs> Literally the worst <laughs> character ever. Oh, sorry, no, you picked the other guy. That was the same one. But first, he's the only like the first one I chose from that game as well to use. He was when I, I was like, oh, he looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, <nada. laughs> So then you've got uh, the third game in the franchise, which is actually on the N sixty four. The other two I played on the SNES. Is this one called like thirty three and uh, the ripped off Mega Gun? It's uh, called Clay Fighter sixty three and a third. <laughs> I want this first note is more from these guys. <laughs> That's all I can think of to say. Just more from them. Uh, there was an incredibly racist character called Kung Pao who was like, just, if you, again, if you oh, went to school and you said, if you looked up at a desk and, and, and went to the kid who was obviously like, had issues at home and stuff and like, didn't like anything that wasn't the same as him, he would have drawn this fucking stereotypical Chinese man. Earthworm Jim was a playable character though. Oh. So straight away, it's the best game I've ever played. Oh, I didn't know that. Earthworm Jim. Yeah, you could play him. Can uh, you play N64 cool. games or did you yeah. just watch a video? Oh. I talk more, I've got a, a, quite a few I've played. Just something about this game I don't like. The attempted humour, how bad it looks and feels, I'm not sure. I think I've just given up at that point. Do you know, and I, I don't take any pride in saying this, but like as a genre, I think Japanese development teams do the best fighting games like mm-hmm. the one-on-one fighting games and is clear fighters is a british game isn't it uh well, i don't know if it's british but i don't think it's it's not eastern it's not like japanese it's anymore. just i feel like the humor just seems like it seems so shit like does anyone find although to be fair i'm saying that when I, literally i nearly died when you were talking about yeah. banana <laughs> Maybe that, what, what, so, what, yeah what am i going for the fact it's it, so it's shit <laughs> well i finally got the joke 20 years later <laughs> so thanks for that you got a message from christian mm-hmm. hi christian hi christian so christian said pit fighter on the mega drive was up there with the worst fighting games ever however it was possibly inspiration for mortal kombat which i loved on the mega drive of the motion capture yeah I did have a blast on Pit Fighter I don't think Pit Fighter because you fight more than one character so I don't think it well I don't know because I couldn't beat the first one really I couldn't, I couldn't even hit him this guy with like a hood on or something and he just kicked the shit out of us so I couldn't do anything about it uh, absolutely horrible it's uh, it is t- like it's hideous really bad uh, Christine says that Raiden and Liu Kang were his favourite characters. I especially liked that Liu Kang threw carrot at people. Tekken was also class on the PlayStation. Yoshimitsu was my favourite just for all the fucking weird noises he made. <laughs> Later, Tekken had my most hated fighting game character being a little shit dinosaur thing called Gong. Yeah. Fucking hate him. I didn't like that character, and I, I was talking about this recently with the lad I work work with he's a bit of a gamer and uh, I said about Tekken and he mentioned that little dinosaur kid yeah, right yeah. and I remember his ending like I, I didn't even need to look it up it was really manga-y wasn't it he runs yeah. well he's bit that's another thing I'll, I'll just say the ending it's so weird he runs around a fucking forest annoying all the other animals uh-huh. but yeah he is he's actually a manga character because okay. I went into the library like when I was playing Tekken and it was such a weird experience. I was just walking around the library getting some, like, I used to get graphic novels from the library yeah. and CDs. Uh-huh. And uh, I noticed there was a big collection of his um, 
stories. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's black and white artwork. It's it's well, it's good. Did he originally in Tekken or was he from Tekken before Tekken? <coughs> no, I think he was originally a, um, an anime character oh, that they anime. used. Well, he was a secret character, wasn't he? Yeah. The um, That's an interesting topic, though. Funny characters like that, like sort of real novelty characters, because there's a lot of novelty games that we're going to talk about here. Yeah. But there's a lot of novelty characters in these fighting games as well. Like mm. in Tekken, they also had a Kangaroo, didn't they? They did, uh, yeah. Boxing Kangaroo, they had obviously Kuma, Stroke, the Panda thing mm-hmm. that you could be. I suppose Reptile in Mortal Kombat, uh, I suppose they were all kind of novelty. Well, there was this game on the PlayStation uh, 1 called Bloody Roar, where you could turn into different fight. Like each fighter had a, a different character that could turn into. Uh-huh. Um, so one of them I'm sure one of them turned into like a gecko or and one was like a stag beetle and stuff like that right. but when we were watching Tekken just before Tekken 4 there was that combot combot what, yeah, what yeah. about him there's loads of uh, games actually that have like a training bot like that there yeah like a wooden played, it was like like that that had a target on his chest and stuff that's just for the training mode that doesn't move around it just kind right. of stays still right. wasn't the one like a wooden like fighting doll I'm sure in one of the yeah. Tekkens or something I, the one, yes there was in one of the first Tekken 1 or Tekken 2 there's always a a training doll sort of thing in the Tekkens that comes to life for some reason and if you talk about um, novelty fighters there's always in loads of games a drunken fighter yeah and yeah. you were saying like that cop one that kind of like um Jackie Chan. Yeah, Lee. Lee yeah, he. Uh, yeah. But they went worse, didn't they? Like, uh, in that Jackie doctor piss Pisshead or something he was called. He, he, was, he, he was the one that you had to unlock going through Tekken Force. Yeah. Tekken Force was in Tekken 4 as well. But Tekken oh, was Force it? was originally in Tekken 3. That was the first time they. It was, yeah. That game mode. And that's like a score and beat him up. He had to complete it four times to yeah. unlock him, and uh, he was shit. Stupid. But he used to just take a drink or something and then fall over and stuff. Well, you know, Virtual Fight, I'm, like, it's not a franchise I'm like a fear with, but I'm sure they had a very famous uh, drunken fighter. Yeah, yeah. They, one of them, either Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, or Art of Fighting, had it like this old dude who was drunk. They do it in the loads. It's like one of the staples. Like, that's something, you know, like, we're going to be talking about these games. There's a, I think there's about 10 or 12, like every character just fits into this, like, class. <laughs> like, oh, he's a fat, strong guy. All right, that's one. Mm. Oh, he's a pisshead. There's one. Pitch wrestler. Aye. Boxer. Boxing, wrestling, yeah. But it'll probably be because the drunken, the, maybe the drunken master movie and stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's a massive, like, sort of fighting style, I suppose, isn't it? They were popular, yeah, them mm. films, I. But yeah, if, if the listeners can think of any other novelty characters like that that would fit in, yeah, just let me know. I think Tekken, uh, we've just named uh, quite a lot from Tekken, yeah. Actually, if there's any left, uh, we might have just done it. We had a lovely, lovely long message from Chris. Chris is well into this podcast now. Oh, is he? He's uh, a dick there. Big long message he sent were about driving games. Mm-hmm. Oh. You've done it again. Oh, he's going to have a drink. I just fancy a drink, I'm drinking Shipyard, that that um, that rye one. Oh, actually, that's got Kuma on it, look. There's Kuma. I had that on uh, rye on Friday. I found it a bit too fruity for my liking. It smells a bit like that pizza we just had. Yes, he, um, when we did the recent game specials, he gave a lot of feedback. And Chris, it, I love it. Yes. Coming because it's awesome. he's always got a lot, a lot of good stuff to say. Um, here we go. He actually sent us his SMS messages oh Chris says so prepare for a few texts 
A few texts. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'll just pull the ridiculous face now. Mm. I don't play beat-em-ups anywhere near as much as I used to, but must have played hours and hours in my teens. I think it's a really important genre for gaming in general, actually, because for me, they were the real first blockbuster games before the rise of the FPS. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would agree with that. It was sort of the king of games for a while, I suppose you could say, like especially in arcades and stuff. Well, I've got this... So I used to read Games TM, and I've got the Bible of beat-em-ups. Because oh. I, I, I took the, I got rid of all my games TM, but I kept like little bits of articles that I wanted to keep, and I read through all this. And guess what? They just talk about Street Fighter. Well, they talk about the um, the fighting culture in Japan of like going to arcades and and tournament fights. Right. Like, um, like them fame. I forget the name of the famous tournament that takes place. Is it Evo or something like that? I'm not sure. Anyway, but. The, that's what he's right in saying. That's why there's so many of them. And that's why there's so many iterations. Because in Japan, it's they're massive. It's a, 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 it takes a lot of skill to master some of the, the characters. Yeah, that's what we touched upon before. Like That's why I don't feel like we're getting the most out of the games. But then at the same time, I haven't got to, like you know hours to spend honing my skills mm. to fight against the computer for a podcast that probably only 12 people listen to. Oh, but what a 12. Mm. The Fellowship. The Fellowship of the Ring. No, the Fellowship of the... No. The Fellowship of the Lair. Fellowship of the Lair. The Lair. Chris goes on to say, I know you're not discussing it, mm-hmm. but we've got to give a huge shout-out to Street Fighter 2 for where it really began for me. Yeah. Must have put 10p after 10p into, the, into that in the arcades at Whitney Bay. Titty Bay, yeah? Oh, we might have actually been... Aye. Like, I've never met Chris, but... No. Hopefully you will at some point. Hopefully. Please be a guest. The old mint, especially was that a name? Was that an arcade? The old mint. Uh, I I can't remember the names of them. Like we've said a few times on the podcast, I'm terrible at that sort of thing. But you just can't that, Chris. I'd appreciate it. I remember going on a camping holiday to Berwick. Ah, we like Berwick, don't we? <laughs> Berwick bangers. Barbara, Barbara. I don't been to Berwick. I don't like Berwick at all. <laughs> well, that's the way the pendulum swings. <laughs> I'm so confused. They had a Street Fighter 2 arcade there. I think I spent the whole holiday on that. He goes on to say, the first ever one-on-one fighting games we played were on the Specky, of course. Loved Way of the Exploding Fist in uh-huh. Fist 2. Uh, Konami's ER Kung Fu was awesome <coughs> too. Those throwing fans. As was IK Plus. So that's two games that uh, Blast Pit Stroke Terry's already mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Way of the Exploding Fist and Fist 2. I had a blast. I did have a blast. Now... I said, nice movement, uh, directional attacks, and nice roundhouse kicks. I think the roundhouse kick especially was very satisfying. Uh, it had typical specky graphics. Mm-hmm. Horrible, though. It had little yin-yang, <laughs> little yin-yang uh, as a round indicators. So every round that you won, you got a little thing, which is a nice little idea. Did, did you feel like... Definitely pre... I don't think Street Fighter 2 started because def- there was Street Fighter 1 before that. But do you feel like, you know, that classic that we'll have now, if you look at the top of the screen, there's the timer in the middle and there's the energy bars at the side. Uh-huh. And, you know, there could be other stuff like other bars dictating other stuff like um, super yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But that just the energy bars and the way they look... There's the ones on the 8 bits before that kind of took place where, like, if we look at... IK Plus or with the Exploding Fist where it's different it's more about like how IK cro- Plus is 
uh, empty points that fill up as you win each round sort of thing. So yeah, I, it's each hit, but you can get one hit for a certain type of move, but two for certain other ones, depending on how how skillful it's it's yeah, deemed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just think it it's fascinating how there's a line where the, these other games were they were trying different things a little bit mm-hmm. I mean back in the day that god awful game that you play, made me play Spitting Image <laughs> I'm sure that had a different energy level didn't it I'm sure yeah. that I think so yeah because that's a one on one fighting game mm-hmm. fucking terrible but <laughs> uh, it seemed to me that uh, we had the Exploding Fist only had like one hit kills and there was no Exploding Fists inside oh. I didn't see one Exploding Fist after that, I remember loving Black Belt on the Master System. Mm-hmm. This had this class effect when you won, where your character kept punching, kicking your opponent faster and faster and faster. Whoa. Very satisfying after the 50th attempt to beat him. I think these helped pave the way for the classics to come. Black Belt was technically a beat em up from what I saw. And I would agree, yes, I tried Black Belt and it was a beat em up. Um, so we'll revisit that. Yeah, yeah. Chris goes on to say, you're now moving into what were, for me, the golden years of beat-em-ups. Golden years. Golden years. He'll be backed by great home versions on the snares and Mega Drive. What really... Oh, we fucked up that sentence by doing that little song, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't flow quite as well. No. Oh, well. What really changed them was the ability to pick different characters with different styles and abilities, not to mention special moves. After Street Fighter 2, there were a host of copycats, some terrible ones. Ended up getting some greats too, though. Most notably Mortal Kombat, of course. Mm-hmm. That had the digitised graphics thing, which was new at the time. And although it didn't play quite as well as Street Fighter, it had one genius touch Street Fighter didn't. Fatalities. Nailed it there, yeah. All right. Still remember Sub-Zero's original spine rip. was forward, down, forward, hot, high punch or hard punch? High punch? Was it high punch on there? I think it's hard punch. Hard punch. Classic. The SNES version of the, ge- the first game was disappointing, as the goal was mega dumbed down. But the home version of Mortal Kombat 2 was fantastic. One of the closest to the arcade version at the time. There was a rumour because a friend got it. Because back then, if it was the Commodore Spectrum thing, to a lesser extent, there was the SNES Mega Drive-like thing. And I knew kids at school who had um, Mortal Kombat on the Mega Drive and it had the blood in it. Yeah. But the Nintendo one didn't. The second one did. But I'm not sure if on the first one you could type in a code. Do you get the goal? Aye, on the we, first Mortal Kombat on the SNES, eh? We were Mega Drive. We played Mortal Kombat. Oh my God, this brings back a memory. We played Mortal Kombat at uh, in May Kai's house. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you won't mind us saying this, but he actually was not allowed to play it. His mother said he wasn't allowed to play it and took the game off him because he ended up having nightmares. Did he? We were all kind of young. We must have been like... 10 or 11, maybe he's younger. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she took it off him because he had nightmares. Whoa. Because of the, the gore and stuff on it. Ruined our fucking sessions. <laughs> but I think we're going to... Sesh. Uh, but yes, that's like my first experience playing Mortal Kombat was at his house and we used to just master all the characters, learn all the... I think I got a... Remember when you used to get magazines with cheap... Not cheap books, but like little yeah. guides that had all of the fatalities in? Because the fatalities weren't in the manuals and stuff. Back no, then. it was yeah, word of mouth. Learn them. Yeah, or word of mouth. But so we got a book. We had a book and we went through and played all the fatalities. They were so fucking solid to do. They were, aye. You had to go through a whole round. Aye. And then, oh, God, you I felt, fucked it up again. You know what I'm like with pressure? And aye. I would just get to them and I'd be like, this is shit. There should have been a bit where you could just practice over and over again. But I guess... Would well, you remember, um, I, I think one of the one of the Mortal Kombat's the most recent ones had one, one button fatalities, I'm sure. 
Oh, there's that, that many. They've got watched. brutalities, they've that. got um, loads of... I hated that, though. I think it was Mortal Kombat 3 that started introducing babalities mm-hmm. and all that shit, and I hated them. Mm-hmm. Fatalities, yeah, I loved them, but when it started doing all the other ones, I just thought, nah. Right. It's just stupid. Just the what? Kind of trying to drain that idea, weren't they? Well, you were just watching the video just before. Right. Uh, what was it? Was an inside Xbox video of five. Yeah, five worse Mortal Kombat type um, yeah, fighting games. Off, so yeah, honest. and one of them had two thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven different variations of fatalities Something and, like that, yeah. and shit, wasn't it? And that game, I think it said that game was never released. I there was, was one about tattoos, something about tattoos coming to life and attacking people. And yeah, which was interestingly written by the guy who wrote um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. yeah. Um, there was that one with the, the 2967 I think it was a different one but I don't think that was ever released Can you imagine that imagine spending all that time right. creating all these different fatalities and stuff and the game was never brought out and it, as I've seen from the Primal Rage fatalities it's so hard to like you, you know trying to think of how right so this guy and there's this guy and back then it wasn't like loads of animation and time put into yeah. it because some of the animation, uh, some of the fatalities on Primal Rage are fucking terrible. There's one where the, the corpse is lying on the ground uh-huh. and the, the monkey or gorilla type one d- does a punch animation, right? Mm-hmm. And basically that makes his fl- the, the guy who's dead, his flesh raise off the ground. Uh-huh. But it just looks like a see-through ghost type of thing, like it would be in the like the real Ghostbusters. That sounds awesome. Or the one where he pisses on the corpse and it's just, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That's how I Or farts on one as well, there's that as well. That was in uh, one of the latest Mortal Kombat, wasn't it? Oh, was that a different... That was on... That Mortal Kombat, I feel, ripped that off, yeah. Right? yeah. That, that Well, there was a drunken character on Mortal Kombat. That neither were picked. Was it? On the one you got. Ah. Was yeah. he the one that farts? He's the fat mm-hmm. guy who farts. Welcome to the give a mention this is still Chris got to mm. give a mention to the SNK Pantheon 2 at this point but they were more games that I only got to play in the arcades as the home system the Neo Geo was crazy expensive and I would get in the UK at the time mm-hmm. in shops in the forum remember that? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had a World Heroes cabinet mm-hmm. and I played that loads at school lunchtime SNK basically just rip off Capcom and Street Fighter but they did have some great franchises Art of Fighting 
Samurai Showdown and my favourite Fatal Fury. Fatal Fury 2 was one of the first for me to get near to Street Fighter. Had some great characters. That's interesting because um, I tried uh, Art of um, Samurai Showdown because a lot of people say it's it's good. Yeah. And again, I just... Everything feels so similar, uh, similar and variation on a theme. Mm. And it's just... So I did play World Heroes. Uh, what I said about that was the most blatant Street Fighter 2 ripoff yet. Oh, that's the one that I was trying to remember. And um, I picked, I used to like a character called Mastorius, and the music was fucking awesome. Mastorius? Mastorius. He was Zangief. Oh, right. It was an M. Bison clone. It was just unfakeable. He had the same moves. <laughs> you know that, uh, that kick, sort of scissor kick that M. Bison Cheapest move. He, he would do yeah. that exactly the same. It was um, a Ken and Ryu, like, wasn't there? Uh, I'm sure there was. So, yeah. I mean, he, he had, the only difference with the M. Bison clone was he had um, go-go gadget legs and arms. <laughs> Which is a kind of idea, I guess, that Dal Zim's essentially yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, there was a usual Bruce Lee clone in there as well. Um, one of the levels had spikes on the far left and right that hurt you. So if you were like backed up against the wall, right. instead of just being a wall, it was spikes and it hurt you, which I've never seen in a game before. That's kind of new. I mean, while, while watching again that video uh-huh. that we've just mentioned, and uh, there was one where the walls were closing in, mm-hmm. which was quite an interesting idea, yeah, I guess. That, that's interesting. Like sort of like the. Uh, Trash compactor of Star Wars. Do you also remember when uh, when games? I think Mortal Kombat was the free was the first time I seen it where you could like punch someone through the ground or or through like up uh-huh, yeah. into a level. I was playing Mortal Kombat three for this show, and uh, I'm you were like it was a church it, wasn't there? Was one of one of the church spy arms? There was a tower block that the one I remember, mm-hmm. and you fought and you punched them up top. So it was a good way of getting more environment yeah. and like more environmental damage which was a kind of new thing more recently uh, I believe Injustice they do stuff like that don't, I haven't played any of them but they do things like that where they move on to new bits of the environment there's a few games in the past that have done that where they've exploited stages and mm-hmm. kind of like you say smashed through the ground and ended up in a new part of the, yeah. the area which is a good cool it's idea, interesting like. I don't think Street Fighter's ever done that has nah, it really nah. You know them Injustice ones? They fascinate me, them. Mm. I've, all, I've always wanted to play them for like a weekend or something. Yeah. Just have a pissed go at them. Because the idea of them, if anyone doesn't know, is they're kind of like Mortal Kombat, really, aren't they? It's by the same people. But they've got the DC universe yeah. in. And some of the stu- like the fatalities. But they're not called fatalities because DC didn't really want to call them that. Uh-huh. I think they're called something like... They've got some other lame name. But some of them are hilarious looking. Mm. But these games, when I end up playing them, I fucking hate them. Like, the Mortal Kombat's the new one. Have you seen some of the characters you can pick? You can pick, like, Leatherface. Like, these are new DLC characters. There's uh-huh. Leatherface, there's Alien, and um, Jason and stuff like that. That's cool, nice. but, like... A bit daft. Mm-hmm. A bit daft. <laughs> I also played World Heroes 2, which was much the same as World Heroes 1. Uh, it had improved graphics and more characters. Oh, it was like this American football guy who was basically just dressed up like an American football outfit who did like all the charges and stuff and did a kick which had like a blue flame coming off. When I get me uh, main, I'm going to start, I'm going to play a World Fighters because I remember me and Terry having a World Heroes. I can never remember the name of it. <laughs> there was a Russian guy called Rez, Rez Putin? No, Raz, oh. Raz Putin. Two, diff- two separate words. 
Um, he had big purple hands and feet when he attacked. He was like a sorcerer. So when he attacked, like, Did he, he was go, a bit like, like a clay fighter. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. His hands, I, massive big hands. That was his grab. He squashed him. <laughs> um, there was an American wrestler as well called Muscle Power. That was his name, Muscle Power. So, I mean, it was... A, if Street Fighter 2 didn't exist, it would have been awesome. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But because Street Fighter 2 did, it does exist, it's just, it's too much. It's too much of a ripoff. I remember reading in Games TM, and this is why we actually played it, me and Terry, back in the day. I read that it, it had gotten into trouble, and Capcom had tried to take legal action against the makers of it. Now, again, with this podcast, I don't know how much truth there is in that, but that's why we thought, oh, we'll give it a blast. And a lot of the times when me and Terry played through these games on the main, we'd get stuck on the like final boss or something, or the learning curve was just ridiculous. Oh. There's so many cheap last bosses. You know when we talked about how shit we think Seth is on Street Fighter oh. 4? There's so many... Like, the Marvel versus uh, Capcom ones, the last bosses are just these fucking massive, like... I don't know, and he's got like something like Warframe or something, and, he, and he's just like a fucking tank that you've got to kill. <laughs> it's shit. Brian Fury would have been alright with it. Uh, he would have. Uh, I also played Samurai Shodan, mm-hmm. which were like ancient warriors from around the world. Yeah, I played that recently. One character has a dog sidekick called Poppy. Mm-hmm. It attacks you on his behalf, which is pretty cool. You know, one of the levels, did you see where it had the long grass in the background? No, I didn't play that particular one. There was a level where I, I was playing it, and the long grass was in the background, and yeah. it just it looked like a like a Kurosawa. You know, he done. Um, I'm butchering the pronunciation of yeah. his name. The guy who done uh, well, Throne of Blood and uh, Seven Samurais right, okay. and stuff like that. It's just the long grass and the kind of wind blowing it. It yeah. looked it looked really really good. But it was again another bit of a Street Fighter clone. But it was yeah. What is it these days? Well, you know, interestingly enough, when you go on about SNK and we've talked about how many games they made, later on, they actually made crossovers, you know. So there's a genre, a, a genre within themselves. So the Marvel versus Street Fighter, we're talking oh, about them. Yeah. X, X-Men versus Street Fighter. Street Fighter X Tekken, which I believe is just... A, oh, yes, I, yeah, yeah. But there was SNK versus Capcom. Really? Yeah. And That'd the rosters... Cool ridiculous there's about like dozens and dozens I uh, 60 fighters or yeah, something yeah. that would have been incredibly difficult to balance yep well I, I heard recently and I mean Terry bought it and I don't know how much he's played of the, the Street Fighter Tekken one but that had problems balancing because it's hard they're two very different fighting franchises one's 2 days so yeah so they ju- well they just made them into the because it was by Capcom I believe it's very like Street Fighter 4 uh-huh. like the um the viewpoint but it's how they change the characters like how do you do the moves and stuff yeah, you know yeah. because I think Tekken has a totally different feel to Street Fighter Absolutely. to it's credit yeah. because we've talked about all the ones I fucking like Chris obviously mentioned it Fatal Fury as well mm-hmm. I played three different Fatal Fury games Fatal Fury Fatal Fury 2 and Fatal Fury Special I can definitely see the appeal yeah um, again very similar in style and appearance to Street Fighter 2 the only the first one they only seemed to be three moves uh-huh. kick, punch and throw uh-huh. and I just found it really fucking difficult I really did I, I played it in um, the famous character Bogard isn't it the, the the guy who wears the hat mm, not sure he's blue jeans and the hat and now I remember that in the arcades mm. 
And I remember like, getting quite a lot of division, uh, a lot of people slagging off saying like, it's just Street Fighter. But back then, I don't think people were very open-minded because whenever they saw a one-on-one fighting game, they were just like, oh, I just prefer Street Fighter. It's Fatal for You 2, and I quite enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. And Fatal for You Special as well, actually. It introduced this, like, there was two levels. So it was a 2D fighter still, but you could go, there was, like, sort of two tracks almost you were on. Is so that you, the parian mode? Like idea as well. Uh, maybe, but it was like kind of like you were on the bottom track, or you could skip to the top track. Ah, yeah. And the other one had to kind of like you could you could do a move that would attack the bottom track, and if the other person got caught in that, it would hit them sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was more strategy, which I thought was I've never seen that before. And I've seen obviously three D ones where you move around each other, but I've never seen yeah. a two D one where you skip up and down, created a new nice level layer of strategy. Yeah. Had destructible objects as well, which is pretty cool. And obviously, Fatal Fury 2 added new moves and buttons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't just like three buttons. And then Fatal Fury Special, again, I enjoyed that one. It was just more of the same, but like a few more improvements to the Fatal Fury 2. It was faster. And I, there was one of the characters called Kim who I actually quite enjoyed playing as. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. get, get your Neo Geo um, later working, and you might, ha- you might have fun playing yeah. these. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that was a franchise that went 3D for a little while. Oh, I'm sure yeah. one of their SNK ones, like King of Fighters, and it didn't look as good. Yeah. This takes us up to the PlayStation era, which mm-hmm. can only mean one thing, really, Tekken. Those games came along and changed the genre again, bringing in a 3D thing. Loved all of the other games, especially 2 and 3. They were also one of the first to really concentrate on giving each character a specific martial arts style, not to mention basically having Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan on the rosters, yeah. and and Lee. Or lie, nay. Yeah. Really like playing as Huaran with all of the Taekwondo kicks, but my favourite character is probably Ling Zayu. She looks so small and cute, but is a total badass and had a great that great style. One of her best moves was where she would there was one where she kinda like flipped her arms around in a circle right. and like went down onto one leg and stayed in a cross position. Her, all of all of her moves were kind of about leading into more moves. So she would do a kick that would spin her around and then right. press another button she would do a backwards kick. So it was kind of like all of the moves were sort of the start of a combo kind of thing. But I that's really liked her. what the beauty of Tekken for me felt like. So if you look at Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, the legend was with Street Fighter 2, and I don't know again how much truth there was, they made the game and they realised that you could cancel certain moves mm-hmm. leading into other moves. It wasn't programmed in but then they realised that it was an absolutely amazing idea. Mm-hmm. So even now, Street Fighter, I, I don't think the combos are like, they're like something for me that people need to, to tell us how to do, you know, like they don't feel intuitive. Yeah. Like, oh, that move fo- follows into that, that move follows into that. It doesn't feel it's right. It's a lot of time to learn. Tekken, it feels like, because of where your body, where the character moves to next, uh-huh. It feels like in your mind you know that you could do a certain move next. And certain characters in that game feel packed full of options of like how you can do combos and stuff. And that's what I liked about that game. It felt more like grounded in realism. And I know it's stupid because it does a lot of ridiculous things. Like Brian Fury hogging a tank around and stuff like that. We'll always go back to him. Oh, Gunjack. Gunjack. He's the guy, like, he's there's Jack in one of them, and then Gunjack's the one where he's got, like, fucking pistons for arms. He's like a robot and stuff. 
just goes on to say about Ling Zayu that her best mate was a giant panda too. Come on. Got to give a shout out to Eddie Gordo, of course, too, for being on the receiving end of so many button bashing beatings of him. As we were saying in the first part, during the head-to-head, that female character was basically like a f- <laughs> transgender version of him. <laughs> Alongside Tekken, I also really liked the Soul Calibur, Stroke, Soul Edge, etc. series. They had weapons, of course, and was one of the first to bring in all sorts of customization stuff. They had great guest characters too, Spawn and Link back in the day. Spawn from the comics and that. Um, and then even Vader and Yoda more recently. If you can get past the questionable female representation, uh, which you could, <laughs> as is represented in the first part where you talk a lot about <laughs> That was someone doing an impression. Oh, right? uh, the Dead or Alive games are very playable. Oh, sorry, I made a mistake there. Is he he's talking saying, about them? Yeah. <laughs> he's saying the Dead or Alive games are very playable if you can get past the questionable female representation. However, I still stand by the fact that the female representation in the Soul Calibur games is also a bit questionable. I'll tell you, the more so in Dead or Alive. I was going to say the Soul Calibur is like fucking nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dead or Alive 5 was really good, he says, but they also did that Dead or Alive uh, volleyball game, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Which was an absolute disgrace, but got me through some very sleepless nights. Didn't they make a film of Dead or Alive and it had Holly Valance in it? Yes, and it also had uh, Thingy Presley, whatever her name was. Um, Jason, something Jason Lee, no, it wasn't Jason Lee. But it was her anyway, she was she was in it as well. She played the sort of cowgirl kind of thing because mm-hmm. she's got like a bit of a southern accent and stuff. But yeah, that was absolutely fucking awful, that film. Absolutely terrible. I've never... Have you watched it, like? I've somehow managed to watch it a couple of times. Ah, like, yeah. Accidentally. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's supposed to be on in someone's house. What the fuck? <laughs> right. You're not fooling anyone. 45 minutes in when they do this, like, uh, sweaty fight, that's probably the best bit. Mm, just, no, just 45 minutes, yeah, 15 32, seconds. Yeah, little slip. Chris says, I'm almost done, I promise. More recently, I have to give a big shout out to NetherRealm and their games, even if their DLC policy isn't the most popular, to say the least. Mm-hmm. The reboot of Mortal Kombat on PS3 and then Mortal Kombat X on the PS4 are both fantastic. Very smooth, look and play great, and loads of characters. I got that Mortal Kombat reboot on the 360, that's when I got that. You did, I. And I remember what having a, an atrocious time when I went online and people were just fucking mm-hmm. doing the same moves over and over again. He says, uh, decent story modes too, which I know not a lot of people like, but I do, especially as I don't do the online stuff. Their work with the DC Universe and Injustice is really class too. Mm-hmm. Those super moves are unreal. The upcoming Injustice 2 looks great as well. Be interested to see how Tekken 7 is received after the dis- disappointment of Street Fighter 5. He says, right, that's me done. Phew. What a, what a good email, though. What a fantastic bit of information. Thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate it. I look forward to it. It wasn't an email, was it? It was a text message. It was a, a group of SMSs. But I look forward to the next uh, correspondence we get from you, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Or I look forward to you joining in the lay. Whichever comes first, really. Right, we've had another email from another super fan. The superest of all fans. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the superest of all fans. The one that when he was on the show, our listeners, like... A quadruple, didn't it, on that one episode? Do you remember? Right? That was because it didn't, for some reason, didn't show on iTunes or something like that. Mm. I mean, no, no, it's because he was great. Aye. <laughs> it's Michael. Michael says, Hey, you. Oh. <laughs> it's me, Fighting Man 
McPunchison from Scraptown, Brosville. I hope you're all well. If you aren't, I hope the other guy's worse. Haha, <laughs> know what I mean? Fighting talk, I know. Yeah. He's right in this fighting spirit. And he goes to see. Listen, I can smell a fight a mile off, and I can sense a fight related conversation on Cool Gaming Podcast. Also a mile off. And I just knew the old Gonox Lair was starting something. Like I do. I start something. Lots. Fight is what I'm on about. Four. Fights, man. Fights. Come on. I carry a list around with me in my rear jeans pocket. I carried in a shirt or jacket, but I'm topless at all times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't wear tops because it saves time having to take it off before fights. <laughs> uh, the list has my favourite fight games on. Games I played, and if you didn't play them and aren't willing to try them on your emulators and stuff, I would punch you all in the lights. No, not really. I wouldn't hurt you guys. You're my bros, and I give you all those really annoying manly hugs and those handshakes blokes with big hands give, and then you break your fingers. That's how manly I am. Number one. Barbarian on the Amiga. That was good. You played a lad who looked like one of my heroes, Conan the Barbarian. Lad. <laughs> He was in a pit fighting against another barbarian who looked exactly the same but had a different colour on. What I liked about this game was the execution. It was the first time I'd ever seen a head get chopped off in a game. I've seen it... <laughs> I've seen it happen in real life. <laughs> I've seen it happen in real life loads. Usually when I... Usually when I punch someone so hard. <laughs> but seeing it in a game back then, that was cool. The cassette cover artwork was cool too. It had a really fit girl in a leather bikini. I'd fight for her. That was it Maria Whitaker. It also had Wolf from Gladiator on it. It did? Yeah, it did. Michael Van der Bilk or whatever he was called. Was that what you... Van der... No, Van der Bergs. Van der Bilk was the one from fucking uh, Dawson's Creek. So Barbarian on the Amiga. Mm-hmm. What a blast. Mm-hmm. Now, I couldn't get the controls to work on the Amiga version. For some reason, but I managed to find a Mega Drive port someone had made, which wasn't an official port, it was just oh. something I managed to port it on Strange, yeah. Mega Drive emulator, which worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. I love the gore, the head chopping off, the blood spatter on the screen. It inspired Mortal Kombat, I think, because Mortal Kombat ended up having stuff like that where the blood sort of hit the screen and dripped down. What did, I, I don't remember that on the Amiga version. Um, oh, well, maybe that was just a Added special in. little cheat oh. on Mega Drive. Um, there was this bit at the start of every round where the announcer said prepare to die Aye. which I loved and I thought the animations were great as well I really loved it it was kind of like Another World or mm-hmm. flashback animations there was a spin you could do with the sword and if you got it right I did it a few times the first move I did at the start of a round was the spin around my head with the sword and mm. chop the head off oh, that was, every time that was the move that um, it leaves you right open for attack but yeah. that's the only move that can take the head off right there's one though where he, he spins the sword around and he's like it's called the web of death oh. or something like that and I remember Conan does it in the films ah right you know yeah, like yeah. I love that game I thought it was great also like you know the hitbox is at the top right there's the energy which is just like circle. it's like little balls isn't it jujubes jujubes are but there's snakes that curl around the columns oh, yes. and when you when you get hit the snake like strikes out and I thought that was a nice touch right. also when the head comes off that little goblin <laughs> dude comes along and takes the uh, body away and kicks the head yeah, away kicks the head like a football 
He says number two, Ninja Hamster on the Spectrum. Do yeah. you think do you think a fighting game that only has two or three colours on would be rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but I liked it. You play a hamster with a turtles esque eye bandana on and you fight other animals one v one. It was pretty funny and very hard. We played that as homework, remember? Ninja Hamster. Ninja Hamster, yeah. No, we didn't. I'm sure we did. I've I've got a memory of playing that. Really? I'm sure we did, you know. See, I, I put that in my notes because I remember it. Like, I remember Terry had it because he got it free with a, um, a cassette, like, your Sinclair or something. Yes, exactly, yeah. And right. I played it, and uh, it's really limited. My cousins got it free with the your Sinclair, and I was always very envious, and I remember eventually playing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was for this podcast I played it, because mm-hmm. there's no other reason I would have. And I remember being just, just fucking amazed at how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was for homework or whether I just played it just for the crack. I can't, I can't show it was homework. What was that game you recommended, remember, for homework where it was like... Uh, Michael played it? It was like an adventure. Like, you were on this island and you were trying to get off this island. Do you remember you rode on a little raft and stuff like that and you finished oh, it? Adventurama. Yeah, yeah. Adventurama was made especially for... Like, uh, um, your something one of their magazines because right, okay. I read I read up on that for homework are you not getting mixed up with that no right <laughs> you might want to edit that out then because <laughs> no, I don't like things that make me look bad <laughs> in podcasts that was incredibly entertaining well I might just say something like your pin number or something it's 654 <laughs> imagine it was mm-hmm. number 3 IK plus on the spectrum Commodore 64 and Amiga. Mm-hmm. This is pretty cool because it had three guys fighting at the same time. You had to control one karate guy and hit the others to score points. If I remember correctly, and I do always, <laughs> you could see daft things in the background while you were having a scrap. Things like Pac-Man and stuff would randomly appear. Very true because when I played it recently, I saw Pac-Man, he comes on and he goes by in a pillar and he doesn't appear and it's like fucking stuff jumping around. I remember the spider and stuff and it's sunset, doesn't it? Yes. It, it's beautiful, that one uh, background. It's really nice. Number four, moving on a few years, past the legendary and amazing Street Fighter 2, is a beautiful and technically brilliant Tekken 2 on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. What a treat that game was. One of the best ever in the genre, in my opinion. It really was that good. Yeah, Tekken 2 and 3 were my favourites, but since then... We played, what was the one? Four. We played three. Uh, well, sorry, hang on. Tekken four. Sorry. I don't know why that ne- that always missed me, because it was really, really good. I was well impressed by that game, you know, like, four. I don't know. I, I, it seems like something that we would have played together. Because mm-hmm. it was around about that time. I don't know. Very strange. Maybe I just liked it so much I didn't want you to play it, so I didn't tell you about it. Uh, he didn't <laughs> want us to, like, be, be your... Uh, number five. Soul Calibur 4. <laughs> Sorry, Schwitman. You have to say it in a really epic way because that's how it was announced at the start. SC4 was so different in, an, in that it allowed the player to strafe up and down to use what was a kind of 3D fighting arena. The artwork was so pretty. Yeah, I said pretty. You want to fight about it? And the characters were really hot. Macho males and scantily clad females, all with awesome skills. The story in SC4 was a bit naff. But the flow of the fights, the combos and special moves and epic serial made Soul Calibur 4 a real gem. Oh, and customizable creator characters too. Well, oh, done. Yeah, good well done, Japan. Well done. <laughs> oh, we saw you um, on Soul Calibur 3, you could choose different skins for your weapons. Aye. Uh-huh. And a final nod to a game I loved on the Super Nintendo, Killer Instinct. 
combo breaker. So that's what I think. You know, my faves apart from Street Fighter 2. I'm off now to kick someone in a parking lot for cash. Have fun. That was really fucking fun, that uh, email, wasn't it? It was. Thank you for that, Michael. As always. We missed you on the racing games, but he did say to us he didn't have much to say, which is fair enough. And yeah, I don't mind way, if he saves it up for them, so I'm yeah, saying as. In the same way that Ethel the Frog tweeted earlier and said that he didn't have much to say about fighting games, that's absolutely fair enough. Yeah, I hope you still listen, though, because uh, this has been one of the most entertaining ones so far. <laughs> <laughs> say that every episode. Uh, I just hope that one day it'll be true. Yeah, Command and Conquer, my friend. Lift and separate. That's the world these days. Man against man. Beast. The beast within. Unleashed. I feel a bit funny today, like... I don't think I slept that well. I woke up, I could hear this idiot on his phone outside in the street. R5. Yeah. As they say in Spain, maybe today's not your day. No, no, they say, maybe tomorrow will be your day. But they say it in Spanish. It's funny, I just saw a cloud out there, it just it looked like my nana's face. That's the end of the correspondence from our fans. Okay, listeners. Thank you very much to you all. Yes. You're all coming in at Gonoxler, Gonoxler at yahoo.co.uk, Facebook page, SMS, WhatsApp. Fire a flare in the sky, mm-hmm. send a pigeon. So, Ross, I've got a big list of games that I've played over the last couple of weeks since we decided that this was going to be the the night to do the fighting game special. Yes. I've been fighting through the pain of me tendonitis, oh. and I've played, honestly, dozens of games. Well, why don't you blast through them? Because I, I think them. we've uh, touched on a few of them. I'm going to blast through them. Have you got a list? Or are you just I have, yeah. Interject. Ah, but um, I'll so, inter- I'll just interject yes. this time because Excellent. I I think fine games are are not really my strong point, and a lot of the games have been touched upon. To be honest, Excellent. let's do it then. So I mean, I've got from Atari twenty six hundred all the way through to, <laughs> the, through to the N sixty four. That's as far as I could get on the emulators. Right, cool. But obviously, there's a couple of others a bit later, and I think right. we're probably covered already. Mm-hmm. So Atari twenty six hundred. Real sports boxing. Um, this one just went straight into the game. There was no loading or menu screen. It was just like, turn the game on, you're mm-hmm. in, you're in, you're fighting. It was very basic, one fight opponent. Uh, the crowd sounded like C. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if this is on that pack I've got of games. You could just hammer them with punches really quickly. It was like your um, your head was an outline. Right. It was like an outline of your head and you were just... just like three different punches maybe just one different punch and you were just punching them over and over and over again mm-hmm. there was another game on Atari 2600 called Boxing mm-hmm. which was just so funny to look at that was a top down so they had the square ring and you had the two fighters right. but the fighters looked like it was like a head in the middle obviously and then the two arms but if you like like that sort of shape so the arms were sticking like out like crabs perpendicular to my body yeah, like crabs, yeah. And, but when you punched, the arm just sort of jumped out like that. And honestly, it looked so stupid. 
I'll put a picture on Twitter. This is where they were like just trying to experiment stuff with yeah, the limitations of the hardware, I know. So that was an interesting one. There was also karate on the Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. Um, I put here the most painful looking characters I've ever seen in a game. They looked like if Hangman had fallen off his noose and just started having a bit of a karate fight. Right, yeah. It was like the head was the stick body, stick arms, but they looked like they were moving, like they were in pain. <laughs> um, it was really I don't think I ever actually connected with a shot because you, you must have had to get it pixel perfect to actually get any sort of connection that was a horrible game to play that we've got the Speggy right yeah Barry McGuigan World Boxing sorry Barry McGuigan World Championship Boxing you see I, I have a soft spot for boxing games because mm-hmm. uh, I've always quite liked them so when when I get a pack or main, or you know, pack or whatever. I'll always try. Um, I'll try the old boxing games, and I've not played that one. There was quite a few football managing games I used to play on, like the Specky and Amiga and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like there was an Amiga one I used to play at my friend's house. That were this. There was one of the Specky, especially that was more about like numbers. I don't think at any point I actually showed you a game of football that was just like right. figures and stats and stuff which was really interesting this was more like that there was like a, a fight a part that showed a fight mm-hmm. but as I, I don't think you actually took part in the fight I don't think you controlled it Okay. but you would you would choose like your boxer the ethnicity the colour shorts and charisma and stuff like that and you would choose the like the workout regime um yeah, you did actually do something in the fight, but it was very, very limited. It was more tactical than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think back in the day, I would actually really enjoyed it. Aye, I yeah. think they just stuck Byron McGuigan's name on there because he was Buzzer. really popular at the time. Buzzer McGuigan. Um, but just as a, as a, like a, an idea, a concept for a boxing game, I thought was really interesting. It was more strategic and and kind of not just finding a strategy in, in the ring and punching the same button over and over again. I think boxing games struggle with that kind of thing because there was there was a one that I played just recently. It was called Final Blow, and uh, honestly, the sprites it was on Amiga. I played it, but it was also on the Commodore and Spectrum and stuff. Sprites are massive, and it's just about up and de- so you guard high or low and just dealing out damage. Right. But there's a lot, an interesting one I remember on the Commodore called By Fair Means or Foul, which was like a it was a boxing game, and it had a ref. And when the ref looked away, you could do illegal moves. Right. But I always remember the graphics being so bad because the Commodore had a kind of look to some of the graphics that cruel people said looked blocky. Mm. But these guys, you know, the boxers, they're meant to be shirtless. They looked like they had like big woolen jumpers on because they were that, you know, like the arms were that jagged. Yeah. It was an ugly game, like. I didn't come across that one in this. this um... Barry Fermions, I felt, mm-hmm. yeah. Another one on a spec called Fighting Warrior. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be some sort of weird ancient Egyptian fighting game. And in my experience, this lion-headed guy just swings a stick at you until you die. <laughs> Your experience, huh? I had nice animations, but I couldn't really... Actually, I don't think I could control it properly, so I just died. Um, then I got the Game Boy. Yeah. There's one called Raging Fighter. Mm. Raging Fighter. Yeah, which was, uh, I believe was Game Boy's answer to Street Fighter. Um, had nice animations and nice music, but the Game Boy always seemed to have really great music anyway. It did, yeah. No. It was obviously very limited because it was on a Game Boy, but it was 
good for what they did, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember playing Mortal Kombat on the Game Boy. Just recently, we played Mortal Kombat. Like I brought over the Atari, um, the Sega. What's it called? Game Gear. The Game Gear. I've just brought over a Game Gear with Mortal Kombat on. And back in years ago, I played Mortal Kombat on the Game Boy, and my God, that was fucking horrendous. Uh-huh. Just so bad. They're not the format for these games, yeah. are they? Two buttons. Two buttons and just the lack of like the lack of the power. That one there, like the, that was it was poor, really poor. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I played Tekken Advance on the Game Boy Advance. Whoa, right. which was, was a very interesting conversion. They tried to make it three D to make it look three D by the environment was sort of rendered in three D. Ah, uh, yeah. But the characters were almost as though they'd taken the three D, say that like videoed the screen of someone playing Tekken mm-hmm. and then rendered the movements of the 3D character back into 2D so it just looked weird uh-huh. it wasn't you weren't turning you didn't move the character in any direction other than backwards and forwards the next one was Power Quest on the Game Boy mm-hmm. now this was actually a great game well. like I, th- I could see it being if I'd played it as a kid I would have loved it mm-hmm. it was like a Pokemon version of a fighting game so you, you bought a model with some money and then that model each, each model had like a different style like fast oh, nice, um, yeah. strong and stuff like that and you could like buy and learn new special moves from mm-hmm. the models I thought it was really cool that's was a good really idea, good idea. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that um, so you moved around like I say on, on in Pokemon you move around the world it looked exactly like Pokemon to be honest mm-hmm. and then when you got into a fight you then controlled the character as a fighting so uh, I thought it was great really cool idea and then there was one on the Game Boy called Boxing. Just boxing? Boxing. All right. Um, the main, one of the characters was called Mai Tyson. <laughs> Spelled M-A-I-T-A-I-S-O-N. I believe that was the one where you could see the ring and then you were moving around and as soon as you got close, then it jumped into the perspective of you actually punching mm-hmm. each other. It was a difficult one, boxing games. Boxing games tried all sorts, didn't they, to get it right? Yeah, they did, uh. Um, there's one that I will talk about soon. I think it's on the NES, which mm-hmm. I think got it, got it right really well. Mm-hmm. The very famous one. But on that note, every game, every fighting game, pretty much seems to have a Mike Tyson character and a Bruce Lee character. Ah, uh, yeah. Like Mike Tyson, however. Mike Tyson was massive, to, like um, in the like nineties, though, wasn't he? Absolutely. Okay, next we got NES. Did you play any NES games? No, I didn't. I haven't got a Nair's emulator. Karate Champ, very early fighting game. Uh, it had like realistic rules for karate. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I was fighting on a mountain. Didn't make any sense. Awesome. And the judge looked really depressed. There was a judge in <laughs> the game. He just looked so sad. Was he not? Uh, I don't know his problem was. Next, we've got Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Absolute classic. This is the one I said before. Mm-hmm. I think I think they got it right with a boxing game. The size difference between you and the enemies was kind of funny yeah. the enemy was always massive absolutely massive do you know what happened there what the arcade was called Super Punch Out uh-huh. and a, apparently it's two it's two screens uh-huh. on the arcade and the sprites are fucking massive when they went to port it to the to the uh, NES because it was by uh, it was by Nintendo because yeah. Nintendo made arcades they knew that they couldn't quite do that for the um for the NES, so they changed the idea. And the fact that he's small 
has become a thing, hasn't it? Mm. He's called Little Joe or something, isn't mm-hmm. he? And because he's in um, what are that? What's that fighting games that are on the like? Marshmallow. Yeah, I played Super Punch Out on the um on the SNES. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. But it, one thing I do have a problem with it is all trial and error fighting the characters. You've got to learn. Like the, it's all about moving moving away from punches and like yeah. but sometimes to do stuff where it it feels like how you meant to know that's what you meant to do do you know what I mean Mario's a ref as well he is I now Mike Tyson's intergalactic punch out now that never got released didn't but but it looks hilarious power punch 2 did as I understand right they changed the name due to legal, reason, legal issues that Tyson was having at the time mm-hmm. uh, the char- uh, main character is called Mark Tyler instead the idea was he was basically fighting fucking aliens on spaceships. I know it looks hilarious. Yeah, it was terrible. Like the idea is so funny. Mm. A lot of sequels went into like space. <laughs> yeah. Like that was kind of the next step. What like, next then? But they just made it too hard. It had pickups like this, this boxing glove came down and you could pick it up and shit like uh. that. But it was it wasn't good. It ruined the game to be honest. Mm-hmm. Totally ruined it. Next was Urban Champion, which was like a, a bizarre hybrid of Street Fighter and Wreck It Ralph. This was weird. Honestly, this was right? a, a weird game. This one, you had to hit the enemy back. You were fighting outside like a big block, a big office block or something like that, or it did like a shop, like flowers shop or something. Like the startup of Street Fighter Two. Yes, exactly. Um, but the way I, reason I say Wreck-It Ralph because it was looked like it was the base of the Wreck-It Ralph. Aye. So you'd hit him, knock him back on the next screen, do that again another another time, and then there was an open manhole, and you had to knock him into the manhole. And then someone would come out the window. Some people would come out the window and throw things at you to try to hit you. But then when you knocked him in the manhole, someone threw loads of confetti out the man out the window at you. You know how you said you'd hurt your hand and uh, <laughs> you went to a walkthrough? Did they give you some drugs? Ah, uh, loads and loads of codeine. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I think. Right. Were you drinking in conjunction with this? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think I see the problem. The next game, Joy Mech Fight, has to be seen to be believed. It's like... Floating extrem characters are floating extremities that aren't connected by limbs. <laughs> Simply awful to look at and play. I won by doing one move, and then when he celebrated, it was that move that he was doing. It was like this weird kick thing, the spinny kick thing. Wow! So I kept doing it as though to take the piss. It was uh, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the only move I can do that actually wins the game. It was a Japanese game with no English translation. It was like, um, like you had two feet, like a body, and then a head and two hands. But it would, I think, it would, we're obviously trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. But it just looked weird because the arms weren't connected at all, and it was too, there was too much of a gap between the the end of their arms and the fucking the actual shoulders yeah. and stuff. It was horrible, really, really shit. I think some NES games look so ugly. Yeah. Next was Cart Fighter. You ever heard of this? Cart Fighter. No. Mm. It's like an unofficial sort of homebrew game. Mm. It was basically the Mario Kart characters in a fighting game. Oh, class! Huh? Mario does a Hadouken. And it was pretty shit. Well, was it? <laughs> it was a novelty. Like, it was... Obviously, it was, wasn't official at all, so all the characters were kind of created by this person that made the game. Mm-hmm. But it was worth a go. Uh, it was worth a try. Next, Pro Wrestling. King Slender was one of the characters that I went with. It said, Winner is You. Do you remember that? Like, oh, yeah, that famous Winner one, yeah. Um, and it was actually a decent wrestler. I quite enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. I think that was the one with was that the one with Star? One of the characters was called Starman or something. I'm pretty sure I was like a pink guy with a star on his face. Well, like the Ultimate Warrior. 
No Kingsland, that was more like the Ultimate Warrior. See, I don't really know much about it. <laughs> Next, we've got Tag Team Wrestling. A very early wrestling game, incredibly primitive and grotesque. <laughs> so, apologies. It was a nice idea to tag a partner in, but I spent most of my fight outside of the ring and only seemed to have one move. So most of the time we were getting thrown out of the ring and then occasionally going back into the ring. But it was one of the first games, I suppose, that you could tag. I mean, technically not a 1v1 fighter, mm-hmm. but I thought I'd mention it. And then yet another wrestling game, WWF Steel Cage Challenge. It must have been one of the first officially licensed WWF games. Yeah. And for its day, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I couldn't work out a pin, though, because I, I kicked kicked the ass of the enemy, mm-hmm. totally destroyed him. He had no energy, but I didn't know how to pin him. In true TV wrestling style, he had no energy, but he still managed to come back. <laughs> and I got this rush of blood to his head and kicked the shit out of us and pinned us. So that was quite uh, typical. <laughs> Yes, now I remember Body Blows. This sums up a feeling I had when I had the Amiga. So mm-hmm. I remember for ages in the Amiga, the Amiga was looking for a decent platform game. You know, everyone had went on about Mario and Sonic was like out. So the Amiga needed a decent platform game and it tried loads. And they always had that like problem mainly with the controls and it just never worked. The design, you know. And then when Street Fighter 2 like took off big style on the snares, I remember the Amiga having the problem of not having a one-on-one fighting game. Uh-huh. I remember one magazine saying it's the Amiga's answer to Street Fighter 2. <laughs> and my God, because the Amiga's version of Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat are fucking terrible. Uh-huh. But Body Blows is sh- like, I defy anyone not to say that that game is shit. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> Before I tell you how shit I thought it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was by Team 17, wasn't it? Yes, which, you know, I mean, they made Alien Breed and that. Mm. The Amiga just wasn't well, right was for that platform, you know. And add to that, you know how I was talking, I was slagging off um, uh, Clear Fighters, how the characters just, there's no thought put into yeah. them. It's what the, the creative characters that they think we would want to see, kids would want to see as fighters almost. It's just, they're not any good, are they? No. There was an advert at the start of the game when I played it uh, for Super Frog Aye. and for Overdrive, which are two games that I would like to add to our list of homework games. Super Frog, I remember playing back in the day because Lucas said um, sponsored that game. Oh, right. But, it um, says, what Super Frog says, technically stunning, brilliant fun to play, super cute, super smooth, super fast, Super Frog. Yeah, but I've just said 
magazine said that body blows was the guess on the street back then. Well, I'm very susceptible to advertising. So mm-hmm. Overdrive says the ultimate and overhead perspective auto racing games. Oh, I've never so heard. describes this super fast. So it must have been the buzzword for the day. All right. I thought body blows had awesome type music. Mega was a good machine for music. Like I say, it has so much like Street Fighter. Uh, it had horrible controls where you had to hold fire and move the direction of the party to Did the you think room. the enemies were relentless as well? Like, you couldn't get away from them. Yeah. And they took off so much energy in relation to what you were taking on. Uh, it was ridiculously difficult. The nipples on Maria as well. Yeah, you posted the that picture. Absolute joke. Every, character, every female character in the game had really prominent nipples. Do you think, like, Street... Um, Fighting games, one-on-one fighting games, are probably one of the most sexist genres. Like. Absolutely. It's something that I want to talk about because it, it seems every female character obviously designed by a man. Uh-huh. And they're all skin, scantily clad. They've all got massive boobies. Uh-huh. And it's, it, it's really, it is bad. Like Even for someone who <laughs> appreciates those assets, yeah. it's, I'm still offended by how how bad it is. How terrible it is. I mean, it was... It was now a long time ago, I suppose, really. Aye. And it was, if anything, it was a celebration of how powerful a woman can be and still be like feminine sexy, at the same time. Yeah. Still be feminine, and sexy. But these days, you, it seems to be you're not really allowed to be feminine and sexy to a certain degree. You've got to, you've, you're allowed, you've got to be celebrate your sexuality no matter what you look like. You can't mm-hmm. be in a particular bracket of of these these women who are physically perfect. As in, if you go to the gym and you work out every single fucking day mm-hmm. and you hone your body, your physical perfection can be, could be drawn. Do you know what I mean? If you if you see someone's body and right, yeah. see if that person goes to the gym, you could then do a drawing if you could have drawn of how their body would look like if it was, inverted commas, physically perfect. Mm-hmm. However, you're not allowed to say that because what is physical perfection, as long as you're happy in your own body, Aye. like it shouldn't matter. So it's all fucked up. But I think they were, I don't think they were deliberately trying to sexualize these women to say that that's all they're worth. They were trying to show how powerful a woman can be in a fighting game. I think because women in fighting games usually do kick ass, and that's great, but it's just, it just so happens that they've got boobies that men love. But you, I'll, I'll fire this back at you. Right, Street, street Fighter. There's only one female character, yeah. and that's a thing. She's a female, so why isn't it like a like Honda or um Sangeef or Dalzim? Female characters that look like them, like Honda's this big fat yeah, guy, Sangeef's yeah, yeah. like he's out of shape, really, yeah. isn't he? Why you got no women characters like that? That's true, that's true, yeah. And I don't, I can't really think of any that are like that. Can you oh. think of any female sumo wrestlers that have been fighting games or any? I think later on they've tried them a bit different, perhaps, but it's auras. The auras tend to be like fast and nimble, yeah, nimble yeah, and yeah. like that sort of thing. But I guess 
we're going back to the cliches within the genre where, yeah. where there's all these fighters just fit into these little pigeonholes essentially those nipples was fucking ridiculous so. yeah I can see it giving them a lot of thought like. that's all I can think about Boy Bros Galactic no, that is the definition of jumping a shark though isn't it <laughs> I read the blurb for it what the two main characters that no one remembers the names of <laughs> had enough so now they're going around the pla- the galaxy fighting the worst idea of alien characters ever I've seen some of them they're fucking terrible there was a dinosaur that was called <laughs> Inferno and I put here a robot bastard and some of the original characters um, it had really really long load times However, it had even better title music. Shadow Fighter by Gremlin Interactive. Oh, was it? Mm. It was a character called Slam Dunk who combined basketball mastery with martial arts. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, that isn't it? (laughs) And every other character seemed serious and and he seemed totally out of place with the rest of the characters, so I don't understand what the fuck. Right, yeah. Again, another Street Fighter, or attempted a Street Fighter clone. Mm -hmm. even the character menu select thingy looked like exactly the same. I think you had like a world map as well. You could choose where you were going. It had the same control method as Body Blows, which was flawed. Uh, it seemed impossibly imbalanced, as many of these games do, and the difficulty levels are insane. I just got my ass kicked every time. Mm-hmm. I, just couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Especially for the um, for this podcast, I just wanted to go through a fighting game and just get the end, see the ending and stuff. And a lot of the time, I couldn't beat the third character. Yeah, That was a recurring theme. And you know what use is? It, it had this bit where you go around the world. Uh-huh. I noticed this in fighting games. You go around the world, right? So th- there was a game I played. I showed you it was for the Neo Geo, right? And it was their Double Dragon. We'd said it before. There's a Double Dragon one-on-one fighting game based on the movie, right? And one of the backgrounds is you're on top of a fucking plane... Like yeah. an old school, like um, like a sopless camel, <laughs> flying down a bloody gorge, right. whilst you're having a fight. Right. You've travelled from, like, say, Britain to wherever this is, India, to have this fight on top of a plane. You should both just get on the plane. Right? So <laughs> the plane's just going to take off. And... No, no, stop fighting yet. <laughs> So there was a there was a one in Fatal Fury two where it was on top of a fucking train and it was yeah. going around the um, what's the famous Rockies that, somewhere like that and it's like what the fuck. Another thing on the uh, Shadow Fighter, as we've just been talking about, the female characters all scantily clad and possibly shaped. Right. The representation of females was always like this is standard. If anyone can think of uh, any characters, any female characters in particular that are. Empowered, yeah, or different. Yeah, designed in a way that doesn't just isn't just the stereotype. Then mm-hmm. it'd be very interesting to be here. I'll see. Any cosplays of female yeah. characters as well would be very that would be nice. Yeah. Very welcome. <laughs> I'm just deliberately being a misogynist. <laughs> Human killing machine on the Amiga. <laughs> awesome <laughs> name. Yeah. Title screen with two heads and speech bubble saying, "Wow, wow!" This I've got a screenshot of this. Is there, is there a, a drawn tool in Workbench? 
Well, there was uh, oh, what was Deluxe Pain was the very famous one. Probably use that, and it's like <laughs> it's so shit. It's so shit. Uh, I'll show you. I'll show you it now, right? And then you can get your reaction, and then I'll put it on Twitter. Oh my! Why is the guy on the left? He's got a speech bubble that says "Wow," but he's pointing at the guy on the right, like as if like aggressively. Oh, I've just seen the wow, "Wow," yeah. It's so like light. What about this game, though? The first enemy was called Eagle. Oh my god, this game! Oh, mm. It's all coming back to us now. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this was so bad. The first enemy was called Igor, and he was dressed as like a Russian soldier, and he had a rifle as a weapon, and he was fighting outside the Kremlin. But th- this, oh, was, like... honestly, this is this probably is the worst fighting game I've ever probably one of the worst games I've ever played. Really? One of the worst I've played. I have so tried. No sound effects, just the same music playing as you fight. Hi. Uh it was you had a strange way of winning. Like each each player had had to be knocked down a different amount of times. Like I had to be knocked down three times. He had to be knocked down two times. Like I was stronger than him for some reason. Yeah. Fucking hell! It was so bad. It was so weird. You know, like in uh, Rocky Four, how there's loads of propaganda and stuff about Russia. Oh, and, like, is there? I've never known. <laughs> why did they do? Why did they feel the need to do that? Fight outside the Kremlin as well, and he was uh, fucking shit. This soldier. Uh, but he had a rifle. Like, so imagine, weird. like, I've just set up this wow. fight for you. <laughs> oh, it was bad, that game, mate. You should have a go with that. Everyone uh, have a go. Yeah, I think I might, actually. Was it as bad as Elf Mania, though? Oh, I've seen this on YouTube. That looked shit. There's no special moves in that game, is there? Real novelty game. Typical, I thought it was a typical Amiga designing character. like that sort of cartoony kind yeah, of... Yeah, horrible. I hate that design. Surprisingly nice animations, though. It did remind us of Lomax. Remember I've told you about Lomax, the... the Lemons ah, yeah. game. Um, the animations were nice, although slow. It had weird gameplay where you had to hire a character, and while you fight the other character, they drop coins and jewels and treasure that you have to collect. So you would go around this map screen, you'd choose, it was like a big map, you'd uh. choose a square, and then you had to choose the character you wanted to hire. Each one cost like a different amount. Mm-hmm. There was one that had a big sword. <laughs> uh, one of the, the characters, he looked like you had a shower cap on. <laughs> And his taunt is, want to taste my sword? Want to taste my sword? It didn't say it, it just said it in the bottom corner. Want want taste my sword? Want to taste my sword? I was like, no thanks, I don't want to taste your sword. Fighting spirit, five disc game. Fuck me. Honestly, I was switching, please insert disc three. I've just put here the fucking title music. Holy shit. There's another Street Fighter 2 clone, round music and characters were almost identical. Uh, inexplicably had a tiger and a dinosaur as playable characters. It was kind of like each character, each character had a, a, a spirit animal. Alright. Uh, there was one who had a dolphin. There was one who had an Arizona... Well, you were fighting on land. Yeah. There was one who had an Arizona scorpion as his spirit animal. But it seemed it had no impact on the game at all. It was just like, oh yeah, that's a spirit animal. 
Or it's like turn into a dolphin at one point. Well, I was just thinking, imagine if you could. Like, you're fighting on land. Yeah. That's not much help. So you just turn into a dolphin, you're just flapping around. And I turn into a scorpion, and the other guy turns into, like, I don't know, like a dinosaur that's about fucking (laughs) 18 foot tall. But that was a bit of a shame, that game, like, (laughs) (laughs) The tiger looked weird as well. The tiger looked like a man in a tiger costume. Really big, like, really big and and short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really strange. Didn't enjoy that. Five discs, away. Fuck. Uh, Dangerous Streets. I've not heard of this. This had the worst title screen I've ever seen. It was awful. You remember uh, when you were at school, people used to do like bubble writing? Ah, yeah. Like graffiti bubble writing. Mm-hmm. It just looked like that, but it just said Dangerous Streets in this horrible shade of blue. It's a terrible name as well. Oh, it was just crap. It sounds like it should have been a beat em up, though, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Scroll and beat em up, yeah. Um, the characters look bizarre and turn into animals for special attacks. I played a woman and the other guy was a man mm-hmm. and he turned into this big black cat and I could turn into this like sort of slender black cat. Which it, I don't know, it didn't mention anything about this 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 animal aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The dangerous streets, yeah, I could turn into these animals. Just it, it was it wasn't as though I was doing a special movie though, I was just doing it whenever it wanted to. It had a nice parallax scrolling effect, however. Mm-hmm. The character select screen also was absolutely terrible, as bad as the title screen. And it was also casually racist in the character design, which seemed to be the order of the day back then. Yeah. It was just kind of like, yeah, we'll just fucking call this one fucking voodoo or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll call him voodoo and he's just... Okay. He will now. Well, that's famous, isn't it? What were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> isn't there going to be a sequel? I've heard. Yeah, I, I, he's... yeah I said that recently. I'm sure there's a new Shaku coming out. Apparently, he's quite. Um, I don't follow basketball in the States, but he's meant to be quite a, a legend to him. Like, oh, he, yeah. like, he doesn't mind taking the piss out of himself and yeah, stuff. Yeah, massively. I thought the animations were actually really nice, and the graphics were really nice as well. Yeah. Uh, the characters are bizarre, as you can imagine. The, the main character is fucking Shaq, and he's. Is a basketball player. Aye. So he's fighting all these. I think they're all aliens and stuff like that. But I'm sure there's some naughty dog um, link. link to that. I'm sure the the woman who made uh, Uncharted who was involved with it was on that, one of the early mm-hmm. games. Very possible. Uh, when you get beat, it says you should stick to hoops. Which is quite funny. <laughs> I couldn't really see but do any special moves for some reason in that game. It was really difficult. Aye. TMNT Tournament Fighter. I know you played this one. That's the one I... I Hurt your hand with. Yeah. <laughs> I picked Shredder and his moves were... Like, Shredder looked a bit like M. Bison. Uh-huh. His moves were exactly like M. Bison. Yes, he was. Although, to do, although they weren't, like, the same. Yeah. Like, they were, they were a bit more, like, 
Balrog's moves or something. Mm. But I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it, it had that Capcom kind of quality, really, yeah. you know? Yeah, that weird sharp character who was fucking solid to beat. See, I, I hit the wall on the third character, I think it was, and I think it was Raphael, and he, he just was just destroying us. Yeah, this weird dinosaur thing. It was a robot and some lass as well. I, don't know I think they are from the extended universe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the female human had big boobs, and instead <laughs> of a flying kick, she flew at them with her uh, butt first. Really? Yeah, that was her kick. Oh, I didn't she would go flying back to her heart. And it was incredibly difficult. It was. But it was. It was. Uh, it was okay. It was nice to look at. It was sort of true to the cartoons, the designers, the characters. Yeah, I am. I, I the thought it was looked like they were straight out of the cartoons. Best of the best, which was another management type of fighter. You could spend hours perfecting the character, assigning 55 different attacks to the D-pad. Shit. So you would be fighting and you'd press diagonally up and that would do one move. Right would do another move, diagonally down. No, sorry, not right, because left and right would move you backwards and forwards. But uh-huh. Diagonally up, diagonally down. And then if you press and hold LB, diagonally up, diagonally down, that would do a different move again. So there's 55 different attacks or moves that you could choose from to assign these different controls. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could train up your stats, you could choose different body types. I thought the yeah, animations were absolutely amazing in this game, like really, really, really yeah. good. It was like, like I said before, the um, Another World, Prince of Persia sort of style, but yeah. even better than that. They were incredible Whoa. animations. Uh-huh. So nice to look at. You've got Foreman for real, which is uh, George, George Foreman. Foreman uh, when he's not wearing any grill. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I said about this was, holy shit, what a piece of shit. Holy shit, what a piece of shit. Yep. Graphics were awful. Like they were half motion capture mm-hmm. and half rendered. George Foreman on the menu screen had like such a weird, gormless look on his face. Like he, honestly, it was weird. It was really strange. And the animation of the startup menu screen was this animation of him like sort of fighting. Mm. It was just terrible, absolutely terrible. Battle Blaze? No, not heard of that. The open title card of this game looked like Arnie from Conan. It was like called sword like that. The map music sounded like Fraggle fucking rock. (laughs) The main character looked like He-Man and you had one button to jump and one to attack. Oh, it's this simplistic yeah. this, honestly this game was horrible it was barely a fighting game next up is Godzilla Monster War oh. the sound effects in this game were spot on like straight from the movies but it had like King Ghidorah Godzilla Mega Godzilla Mothra Ang- Anguiras Gigan mm. Megalon who just used the same attack over and over uh, Biolante which was just this massive big bastard with like tentacles and stuff oh yeah class the whole game was in Japanese mm-hmm. uh, but once you were into it it was actually not a bad game at all it was quite slow mm-hmm. and Godzilla seemed pretty weak out of all the characters did he? Yeah? yeah but it was a pretty good game once you got into it there was no like sort of it was all 2D so it wasn't one of these ones where you moved around the city and destroyed things as you were going oh yeah unfortunately that then ones are pretty cool but do I've I've got one for the Neo Geo. It's called King of the Monsters, right? And uh, I think James has played it. Yeah, it it looks good. But yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Like I say, the sound effects are pretty cool. Uh, next, we got Boxing Legends of the Ring, which is quite funny because I didn't recognise any of the car- any of the fighters. So I don't know whether they just made up these fighters or mm-hmm. 
not sure. The animation looked like something from Broken Sword. Like, you know, when they, you have the shots of the characters Broken Sword actually uh, doing an, an action or something like that. Kind of looked like that. I was just peppering this guy with punches. I managed to like close to 200 punches in the first round. Just absolutely smashing him. But still didn't put him on his ass, which was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the pick of the face of the fighter would get damaged, a bit like Doom, as you were going. Aye. Um, but the actual fighter in the match, his face was fine. So it was kind of like, it didn't make any sense. Oh, I remember this. Um, but it was the same old back of the back of the boxer style of view. Aye. Justice League Task Force. Now, this was made by Blizzard. Really? Aye. Uh, Superman had a big bullet for some reason. I don't know why. All of the characters were fighting each other again, a bit like Injustice, but it didn't seem to explain why. They mm-hmm. just were. I was flashed. Superman absolutely destroyed us. Well, he would. Completely destroyed us. <laughs> didn't even fucking take a second. The emblems for each fighter when you chose them were really nice. They kind of rotated and they were uh-huh. really sweet. I would play Batman for a bit and uh, kick some arse, but I think I would change the difficulty level down to very easy or something. Weapon Lord. Uh, there was a story about a demon lord, one will face him. Only one one's meant to face him. There's only one person who can face him and te- defeat him. Mm-hmm. Again, it was scantily clad and possibly muscled characters with swords and hammers, etc. Uh, the one character reminds us of Kratos, I think it was called from God of War. Oh, yeah. Um, one had a shield with a skeleton face on it that talked. Class. All of the women had tiggle biddies. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite bloody and gory. And the animation was like an 80s cartoon, like He-Man or something like that. Right. Pretty cool. What was that called again? Weapon Lord. And what was that? Snares. Snares. Next one's Tough Enough. Ah. Which had a generic dystopian future where some megalomaniac has taken over and set up a tournament. You could choose from one of four characters. There's another Street Fighter clone with a Hadouken special move. It has a cool feature where you can control the replay at the end of the fight. But you could control, like you could rewind it, fast forward. Oh, that is clever, cool especially idea. on the um, I've never the seen snares. Because I, I thought Street Racer had a, re- a replay mode. Mm-hmm. You couldn't re- like you couldn't rewind and stuff. But I thought that was impressive for a snares. I've never seen it before. Uh, the music, animation, and sound effects reminded me of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, typically zany characters. There's one called Beans, who reminds us of Will Ferrell's character in Zoolander. You ever seen him? With his big hair and stupid big shoes and stuff it was actually not a bad game mm-hmm. balls 3D I've heard that's like notoriously what bad what the fuck what the fuck is with the opening music in this game oi ah. oi Turns out that the the sound effects are actually from one of the female characters getting hit, but honestly, it sounds like a woman in the throes of pleasure. <laughs> um, just uh, must have been one of the first three D fighting games, but it was really horrible, awful to try and play. It was ugly, slow, and disgusting. And we got Saturday Night Slam Masters. This is by Capcom. This is basically. From what I could tell, a wrestling version of Street Fighter 2. Oh, is that the one that's got hair going and stuff? Yes, uh, uh, from yeah. Final Fight, yeah. Um, each character has their own entrance music to the ring, which is pretty cool. 
Um, I played in one as a big Russian guy and got a duplex pin, which was sweet. And at the end of the round, he said, as we say in Russia, you are a good wrestler. Not as we say in Russia. So, yeah. But it was actually a pretty good wrestling game. Next, Rise of the Robots. Again, it's notoriously bad, isn't it? Now, I, I, this was one that when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, Rise of the Robots. Mm. It brings back so many memories. Fuck me. <laughs> I wish I'd never played it. Like, it was shit. There was, there, was only, there was no special moves. It was punch or kick. That was it. Right. It was all sort of kind of motion captured, but again, it must have been some sort of animation that the them transmitted in the some sort of motion capture. You can only be one character as well, can't you? Yeah, that I think one douchebag. If you do a versus game, I'm sure I remember being the other the other characters. No, I read that like if you if you play a versus game, one person always has to be that character. Yeah, right. Okay, and the other one could be on the other ones. Uh-huh. Why would that? Why would they think that's a good I idea? Don't know. It was just terrible. And the main character is inappropriately animated bum bum. <laughs> yeah. It's like really inappropriate. I've made a new robot and he's got like this purred bum. Uh-huh. <laughs> but some of the interesting, some of the robot designs were interesting, I suppose. I suppose. Like the set report that was pretty cool to look at. But, <laughs> yeah, it was ultimately shit. Brutal Pause of Fury. I've heard about that as well. So you control characters like Kung Fu Bunny, Tai Cheetah. Yeah. Foxy Roxy, yeah. or Roxy Foxy, and Ivan Bear, who was a Russian bear, racist. <laughs> it had a replay feature again, but not one you could control. Mm. I think quite a few obviously had that replay feature. Um, the characters seemed to be sick when you hit them, which seemed inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But then that made us think about Street Fighter had that as well, didn't it? Where you, the characters were sick. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, you start off with no special moves and you have to learn them. Fuck that. I haven't got time for that. So you start with out and then you had to like sort of achieve these special moves or something weird like that. Oh, right. uh, they had lots of foreground animations that you couldn't see your characters past until oh, they got on the way. Fuck, stupid idea that way. Yeah, really bad. This next one, it's called Se Fuku Densetsu Pretty Fighter. Mm-hmm. This is the most misogynistic game of all. All characters are girls and are dressed in skimpy outfits like nurses, air hostesses, schoolgirls, etc. Awesome, what's this called? <laughs> Try saying that again. <laughs> it was on the pack that you gave us, so you definitely got it. Right, yeah. It's a Japanese fetishist dream. Like those funny big pillows you get with women on them. You see those big pillows you can buy that you hug? No. no. I'll show you mine later. Weird, eh? Uh, <laughs> weird. But this was, uh, yeah. It was, well, the, the nurse. One of her special moves was she'd squeeze, like squirt some sort of lotion at you. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't find that. Like, <laughs> did you get hurt when that happened? No, you went. Oh. Get in. <laughs> Street combat. There was no character select. You just plunged in. Your character is a blonde-haired, half-human, half-cyborg character with incredible athleticism. What do you think his name is? Adam. Oh, good Steven. one, Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Uh, the graphics and animation. Actually, it reminds us of like an Amiga game. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the Amiga, it just looked like it would have come from an Amiga game. Mm-hmm. But it was really bad. It was a horrible game, that. Give it a go. Everyone out there, give, give it a it try. Go. Fighter's History. There's another Street Fighter 2 clone. It was quite good, but I think that says more about how great Street Fighter 2 was. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest failure of, of most of the clones on poor character design. Yeah. You usually get the try and tested combat Street Fighter 2 right. For example, Ray in this one did a big tornado instead of a Hadouken. Aye. He had like this character, he had like a vest with a, a lightning bolt on. 
But it, it was yeah, it was it was actually quite a good game. But like I say, it, it just what's it called again? Fighters history. Mm-hmm. It's just the the design of the characters was poor in comparison. So next up, Mega Drive. We've got Eternal Champions. Now at the start of the game, one of the characters comes on and attacks and blows up the Sega logo. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, do you remember logo interaction? Always a lot of fun, wasn't it? No. <laughs> it has a strange art style, this one. Very grainy and almost comic book-like. I got a big shock when I kicked the enemy through a fan at the end. Oh, that's right, yeah, there was this... I played this guy who was, like, a bit like... What's that one from Watchmen? Rorschach. Ah, yeah. He was a bit like him. And, yeah, at the end of the round, I kicked this guy. I kicked this woman, and she had no health. So I killed her, essentially knocked her out. Mm. But I kicked her through this fan, and she went through this fan and, like, died. Uh, Whoa! Really wasn't I just scary. wanted to win the fight, not kill you. We had had fatality. There was no... Seemed to be no pattern to the character design at all. There was one of them that was called Blade, who looked like Wesley Snipes from the movie. Ah, uh, well, lost uh, by the sound, I know. Strange stage design too. One was in Vietnam during the war, with Huey's flying around behind us. So I wonder if Eternal Champions. I wonder if they're supposed to be immortal, uh, with fight fighting in different times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to explain that though. Next, we got Fighting Masters. This one had fucking amazing music throughout. Three buttons, one to jump, one to kick, one to grab. Mm. So it just it, it, it looked and played exactly like Bullmax. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was made by the same people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made a big thing of the characters as well, being like on the description screen, it said how tall they were and stuff. It said like some on average 60 foot tall and 2,000 pounds in weight. But the backgrounds were normal size, so it had no context of the, of the size of these yeah. characters. You just had no idea. It just didn't make any sense. Then we got Power Athlete. Um, you could move up and down the screen slightly rare for these games a bit like Final uh, sorry a bit like Fatal Fury mm-hmm. again another poor Street Fighter 2 clone uh, the graphics weren't particularly nice and character design disappointing you couldn't duck and sweep kick yeah. because when you pressed up and down you went up and down the screen wow. so straight away that's ruined my tactics <laughs> yeah. Tongue of the Fat Man or Fat Man you ever heard of this? no oh mate this is a funny game Easily top five worst games I've ever played. Controls and collision, absolutely awful. Graphics are disgusting. It was weird, like, the fat man was this big fat bloke who had a mouth on his stomach that talked. Yeah. He was a bit like Jawa the Hutt. He had this woman lying next to him who had, like, a weird shark tail for legs. Yeah. Very fucking bizarre. But then the fighting, oh my god, the fighting was so bad. Your character could breathe fire. Mm-hmm. And you could punch and kick and stuff, but it was just seemed impossible. I had a resort of jumping around the level and kicking, flying kicking. So difficult, it was horrible. 
it did have a nice um, thing where at the end of the round you got money and you could use that money to buy like one-off abilities like a swarm of bees or poisonous smog or a freeze spell mm-hmm. would help you in the next battle but really horrible <laughs> yeah I've uh, not heard of it no but it's still worth a look though just not novelty next we got Budokan Budokan the martial spirit which was an interesting martial arts game where you have to move around a dojo and train in different disciplines before travelling on a bullet train to different tournaments around Japan which was strange so you started off in this whole dojo and you could go and train up your sort of stick skills or train up your nunchuck skills and stuff and then go and go to tournaments Um, you could lose hours and hours just like perfecting the different uh, abilities and stuff next one's cutie suzuki no ringside angel now for this one a playboy bunny points as you choose between pl- one player two player options so one player two player options like that so uh, that's the sort of game we're talking about mm-hmm. it was basically a female wrestling game suppose it's okay for the fact that it's a bit of exploitation over the top uh, controls as well as most wrestlers so all of the characters were female mm-hmm. i believe they were all japanese as well because it's like Japanese wrestling is quite big, isn't it? There's quite yep. a few female I didn't wrestlers. Know. Yeah, it is, it's quite big. Next, we've got Wrestle War. It was a pretty irritating wrestling game where half the screen was taken up by a pointless stat screen. It was weird, like, you had the ring on one side, and then almost half the screen was like the, the character details, the character information. But it sort of glitched the game out, so if you got too close to each other, the game would skip all of a sudden yeah. and, and then go to another perspective because of. The half the screen was taken up by this stupid scoreboard, which was pointless. The grapple seemed to be completely random. No matter what I could do, what I did, it couldn't influence the outcome of the of the grapple. So I was hitting every single button, and sometimes I would win, sometimes I wouldn't, despite what I was doing. So yeah, that was just not particularly, but not endearing either. It seems to be the the common theme with a lot of these games, where it's just sort of inoffensive, uh, inoffensive games. But let's talk about some offensive games. All right, N sixty four. Final bunch. Now they sent me that I guess a warning at the start, there may be glitches, etc. Mm. Some games didn't have text at all. And it also every game seemed to constantly remind us to insert a rumble or game pack. Oh, aye. That was the, the thing about that piece of shit. Really, really irritating. Fighters Destiny must have been one of the first 3D fighters. Mm. First character from Japan called Ryujai. All the characters had the same animations when you were choosing them. Every single one of them did the same the same motion where they kind of like put their arm down like that. Mm. Every single one of them. And they all seemed to have the same fighting style as well. More like competitive judo. This was an interesting game actually. More like competitive judo where you score points instead of fight to, not fight to kill or death. You had this like, if you grabbed them and did a, a move, a wrestling move on them, you would get points. Mm-hmm. And all your points racked up at the end. Uh, whoever got the most points won the round. So it was, it was an interesting, interesting idea. You also always seem to be fighting this big block. Mace the Dark Age. Ever heard of this? No. Interesting one. Uh, it was another 3D, most of them will be on N64, Medieval or Dark Ages fighter. This is one of the ones I didn't realise any other game had like fatalities or executions, but this one has executions. Yeah. I actually picked a character called the Executioner who had half a head on his belt. Oh, class. Um, he had a big, massive axe and nipple piercings. Are you a dream character there? <laughs> uh, when you beat each character, their head ends up on a spike after the fight, which is pretty cool, and you collect all of the heads. Oh, that is good, eh? 
But yeah, some of the executions, uh, execution obviously chopped off their head. Um, there was one way they were getting dragged down to hell. Or there was this one skeleton guy who jumped into the other person's body then exploded out of them. Mm-hmm. So I actually quite enjoyed that game. I thought it was pretty cool. Like I say, I'd never seen a game that had fatalities other than Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you show us that video and there seemed to be quite a few. Yeah. I was surprised by it. Next week we've got Killer Instinct Gold. Well, that was the famous one for having fatalities, wasn't it? What's that? Killer Instinct. Oh, did that have fatalities as well? I believe so, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. This particular game, their version of it was really glitched. But even so, the game is incredibly ugly. Like, it's, it kind of looks again a bit like motion capture, but mm-hmm. like almost from animated fight, like from a clear fighter sort of thing, it yeah. almost looks like, like stock go animation. It just, it, it didn't really make sense. It wasn't really 3D, it was more 2.5. And the music on the helicopter stage. Like some from like a 90s holiday advert or something like that. It was like this dance music. Oh, I can't wait to hear these. Like. <laughs> War Gods uh, from Midway. So it's basically another Mortal Kombat. And that's kind of exactly how it played. It was like another motion capture one, but looks worse than I remember Mortal Kombat looking. He had a character like Warhead. What do you think Warhead's fatality would be? He has war with someone's head. Nuclear bomb, nuclear blast. And there was a character called a witch, uh, was, uh, sorry, a witch doctor character. What do you think he would have been called? Um, witchy. Voodoo. Well, I was he voodoo. I'm sure you'd get that one. Oh, um, well, I thought that was too obvious. So it was sort of a very cliched kind of stereotype for that sort of genre. You see, obviously, they're trying to capture more of the gory fighter market by releasing the game with different characters and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'd never heard of it before. Rakuga Kids. This is an interesting one, which mm-hmm. I think you should try. I've got. Uh, I've got an N64 um, later. Well, we'll have a go on it, it might at some point. I'll bring right. my laptop around and have a go. Cool. Now, this was essentially a fighting game for kids. It had a lovely presentation. It was that paper style Parappa the Rapper. Oh, ah, yeah. And stuff. Flat. Like. Yeah. It was a weird game. Like, you, you chose a, one of the children, and each child had sort of drawn a picture or something like that that then came alive and mm-hmm. was the, the fighter that. So it was kind of like Pokemon. Each each guy, each kid, had their own fighter, or a bit like Power Quest. Uh, um, but it was a really interesting concept for the the characters. Like they did loads of weird special moves and stuff. The map screen was beautiful. I'll, I've got a screenshot. I'll put that on Twitter. It was really nicely rendered. It was like I say, like Parappa the Rapper. I would have been surprised if it did very well though, because it was essentially a fighting game for kids, and you uh, wouldn't think that. Especially when the market seemed to be going more like aggressive than yeah. Bio Freaks. Another midway game. Mm-hmm. It's 3D this time with no motion capture. The graphics remind us of Apocalypse and other early PS1 3D so games. So ugly as fuck. Yeah, just blocky. It wasn't too bad. You know, it always seems to be like a clown character in these fucking games as well. It's always one clown or a jester. It was the 90s, man. That was like the fucking circus yeah. stage. Um, however, this one had a really interesting hook. It was Every character had a jetpack. And a projectile weapon, like a machine gun or something. And every level was like a multi-level stage. So you could fly around the levels and go into different areas and shoot down and stuff. To be honest, I would love to see this 
like a modern version of that, well. yeah. like a new and a current gen version of a game like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll touch upon that again in another game I played, a similar sort of thing. But it was kind of like Smash Brothers, but not. Mm. But I'd love to see a new take on that because it was a really interesting idea. Transformers Beast Wars. This was a Transformers 3D fighting game where you could change it into a vehicle or a beast. Mm. I chose Optimus Prime. He didn't turn it into a truck. He, he changed it into this sort of hoverboard or a big gorilla. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he seemed to have very limited attacks. Like I don't even think it was a punch or a kick. It was weird. It was pretty shit. Mm. Mm, pretty shit. Oh, this next one, though. Xena Warrior Princess, the Talisman of Fate. I've seen a clip of that. That looked bad, like... You can play as Ortilicus, who's Campbell. Awesome. Yeah. Was he voiced? He did, he did like, a woo and stuff like that, but I don't think it was him. Not a particularly great game. The, the graphics, the rendering sort of had that really smooth look to it where everything blended into each other and it just didn't look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have a four-way battle, though. Which is pretty cool. Obviously, the N64 had the four inputs oh, in right. front. It reminded me a bit of that Star Wars fighting game that I used to love from the Masters it of did with me, Tennis yeah. Cassie. Because mm-hmm. uh, that might have been because of the official license attached, but also just the way it looked, like the graphics style. Mm-hmm. I love that Masters of Terras Cassie. Like, we've talked about it on this podcast before, mm-hmm. so I'm not go over it too much, but it was one of the ones I used to play with and make Kai and stuff. It was class. Next, we've got Ready to Rumble Boxing, which is like a quite a quite a classic iconic game isn't it, it is, at yeah. the N64 at least I thought the menu music was great at the start uh, let's get ready to rumble Thunder is quite an iconic character. He is. Uh, uh, I've never played that game before, but I have now. Uh, I love the animation of Afro, the way he moved around the ring, he was really like, kind of lazy. I cool. tried to bring that back, that game, and it yeah, didn't, 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 work. didn't work. Really. Uh, it was very arcadey and cartoony. Uh, it was the only boxing game I've seen with male v female characters as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could collect the letters to spell out Rumble, then you could activate like a powerful attack. Which is an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And I could see me really enjoying this back in the day. Two more wrestling games, and then one more that I want to talk about. So you got ECW Hardcore Revolution, mm-hmm. which is a pretty forgettable wrestling game, wrestling game, but did put me in mind of another WWF game that I used to love, which was on the PS1. You could create your own characters using loads of customization of appearance and moves. Your brother created a character called The Gimp, <laughs> um, who was just leather clad. Right. It was absolutely awesome, but I can't remember the name. Uh, it was probably by the same developers, because it looked really, really similar and played really, really very similar. So if anyone can remember what that was called, mm. please do let me know. And it was Virtua Pro Wrestling 2, Udo Kisho. Now, my Japanese are a little bit rusty, but I think that's how you pronounce it. Again, all text was in Japanese, so I had no idea what was going on when I was selecting, like, when I was just yeah. going through the options. And you know those 3D games that were made before 3D and consoles looked acceptable? Aye. Like the sprites in Die Hard Part 1? Yeah. Uh, the characters in this game looked like they were melting. It was so ugly with sharp edges and weird designs. Not good at all. I took a screenshot 
the character I chose was this guy with red trunks, but he looked like he was really overweight. And like I say, his face was sort of melting into his chest. Mm. And the animations were awful. <laughs> that was a bad game, that one. Like. The last one I want to mention on the, on the N64, Tom and Jerry and Fists of Fury. Fury, sorry. Aye. Tom and Jerry and Fists of Fury. So it's sort of like Fists of Fury, clever. <laughs> Made by Ubisoft. Really? Yeah. Now this game... It was a bit like Bio Freaks that I mentioned before, the way it was multi-level mm-hmm. sort of thing. The, the first level was set in a kitchen. It was like a cartoon kitchen. I was Tom. He was Jerry. There was eight characters you could choose from. Characters. You had to unlock them. They only had Tom and Jerry. There was a couple of chairs, a watermelon, tomatoes. You could pick them all up and throw them at the other character. Mm-hmm. Or you could pick up melee weapons and hit them. It was actually really fucking good. Oh, yeah. I really liked it. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be terrible. There was like destruction effects on some of the cupboards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But again, it made us think, I really want a modern version of that. Right. Like a multi-level game. Not like Smash, Super Smash Brothers, but like one that's... It was sort of viewed from that angle. So you had the diagonal of the room mm. and you just jump around. It was, it was great. Absolutely great. But I'd like to see a more mature version of it. Not, not just like a cartoony um, Tom and Jerry version. So that's all from the N64. I've got a list of games on the Neo Geo that I, I never played. Stuff like last the last blade one and two, uh, King of Fighters which you've mentioned, another Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. uh, another Re- Fatal Fury. There's one called Wahoo Wahoo Seven, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, uh, Rage of the Dragons Voltage Fighter, Kazuna Encounter. There's just so many. Well, loads. I would say ninety percent of the games on the Neo Geo are one on one fighter. So yeah. I played a, a select few of them, and now none of them stand out really. Like mm-hmm. I, cu- I couldn't remember them. Like now, yeah. Especially because it's like <laughs> it's being a killer of a podcast. One more question I want to ask you before we finish. Mm-hmm. As asked in the recent game special, what would you like to see from fighting games? Upcoming fighting games, future fighting games. What do you think you would like to see? And can you think of anything? Yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's a, a boxing game that was like, where you could train, mm. you know, like a career mode that was, because I, I liked the ones for a bit. I didn't mention that, like I, I played the uh, Fight Night it was on the, um, on the PlayStation 2 and stuff, and the Rocky game. Yeah, like maybe it's if you could train up and stuff mm. and do that, but I'm just grasping at straws. They probably exist, to be honest with you. I don't honestly know. Like, what about you? Uh, like I said a couple of times, I'd love to see one like that multi-level version by your yeah. folks in, in that Tom and Jerry one. Like an online game like that. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Where it actually, one that I'd really like to see, which is basically that, is, fuck, um, oh, what's it called? I mentioned it before on the podcast. Four characters. Like, they look, again, they look like sort of plasticine. They look like mold, mold and clay. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, shit, I can't remember what it's called. But it looks very similar to that sort of concept where you've got to throw each other off, uh, throw each other at big, these big grinders and stuff like that or off the side of buildings. And, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I hope that comes to Xbox because it's on PC or Steam or something. That looks good. Wow, fuck me. Yeah. That's it. It's been my longest one, yeah? Yes, that's it. It's been a really long one. I'm absolutely done in. Me too. I hope you've enjoyed it though. I've enjoyed it, yes, definitely. I hope the listeners enjoyed it. It's been a it's been a um a genre that I, 
I initially didn't think we'd have a much to talk about <laughs> but I'm like looking at my notes and there's stuff like I'm not going to talk about now <laughs> no no it's fine <laughs> honestly <laughs> no I mean it essentially became a list a list of games <laughs> in our experience of playing those games yeah but you games. you put a lot of time in for this one like I just didn't have the time to yeah. play a lot of the games I was thinking more of the concepts and mm. themes that were prevalent in these these games but yeah it's been a, an epic marathon and I, I appreciate the effort you put in to playing these wonderful games and uh, yeah, getting back to especially with me uh, tendonitis like it's probably due to playing these games <laughs> did you mention that to the nurse no I don't know no we're cool um, yeah we don't know what the next one's going to be probably going to take a little bit of a summer break yeah because I've got holiday next month so we'll be back mm. maybe might try and squeeze one into June if we can we've got an idea of what we want to do but it just depends on if we'll have time if not there'll definitely be one in July end yeah. of July probably sure eh? thanks very much for sticking around if you did if you didn't oh my god you did <laughs> no it's been good cool thanks Ross I'll speak to you soon see you later bye bye <laughs>